Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you're enjoying the show, please be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. You can follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. You can send us an email at jreepodcast at gmail.com. And if you feel like supporting the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash J-R-E-E Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the show. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience One Year Anniversary Edition with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. We did it. We got it. We got it. We did it. One year. We made it. I never would have thought it. I never, ever would have thought we made it. Unbelievable. Crazy. Besides just getting it up, staying together. Not only that. I realized that the post show will go up tomorrow or whatever, whatever, and then this will be the hundredth episode. So this is not only a one year, but this will officially be episode one hundred of total episodes we've done. Total episodes, yeah. So that's including post shows, including episodes, throwbacks. No, throwbacks are not included. So we're, we so are over a hundred. We're over a hundred. Officially, but as far as what you get for free, this will be number one hundred. So guys, congrats! Great work. I think this uh, calls for a. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> He's still, ah, ah. It, it will never not be funny. I thought on Halloween I could get it done. Yeah, no. Uh, Kamar's the only ooh, one dressed ooh. up as well. And uh, if you're lucky, you're going to get a bit of video if I can figure this out. There's no lighting in my basement, so Simon is going to live in mystery. He you might as well just like zoom a, in on me. He looks like a dark figure. Yeah, you are the show for real. Um, let's start by saying thank you. To the listeners. I thought you were going to thank Kamara. I was like, what is going on now? <laughs> he already thanked That's me. That's absolutely thanked not me. what we're doing. No. Uh, thank you to you guys, the listeners. Whether you've been listening since episode one, which is probably no one, uh, or whether you just started recently, uh, thanks so much. We appreciate you guys stopping by. Danke, Shane. Grazie. Oh, yeah. Prego. There's, yeah. I mean, I can't. If you look at the map. Salam, salam. There's, there's probably like seven countries where our podcast is not downloaded. And most of those are war-torn or communist, so. Good eye. <laughs> I always find it interesting when somebody, like, writes in or whatever and says, I'm just starting, and I'm starting on episode one. Oh, I'm, all, I, I'm always like, please don't. I'm like, why don't you jump in an no, episode, no, no, like, no, 40? No, 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 no. The whole thing is to see the progression. Yeah, no, I mean, that's neat. But again, if I was a listener, I would, you know, start at the end and work my way backwards. I'm sure we lose a lot of listeners because they started episode one. Oh, so for sure. Oh, my God. If glad you started to keep those episode ones one, around. Listen, if you started episode one recently and you're still with us, thank you. And uh, to all the haters, <laughs> man, we're still here. We're still here. Uh, check out the Patreon. Or podcast the about a podcast. A podcast about a podcast. Go fuck yourself. Go. Remember we did a two-part podcast? Yeah. And it didn't work very well. No, it did not. No, and, it and, did not. And then we did our break-off episode of the push, and it didn't work very well. Yeah, that was early on, though. You can't you can't really hate on the stuff that we did early on. But maybe on. from our failures, we shied away from those. Well, you know what? We were trying to figure it out, and uh, I mean, eventually we got there. So all the power to us. And now Joe's back with a fucking passio. Yeah, Joe's back big time. Yeah, it feels like he's working overtime. Well, he knows he has got some shit to make up for. He's got to get him in before the fire takes out L.A. I was thinking about that today is he has gotten. It's now a machine. You know what I mean? Like 
Well, ever, to, I got to do 40 podcasts a year at least. Ever something. since he stopped going live, I find it's become much more of a like, somebody told him at that point or they made a decision, this is where we make the money. And <laughs> since then, did we leave the lights on? I think I left the lights on. Yeah. It is Halloween, so there's going to be some doorbells. Since then, I find it's been more of like, he wants to do six episodes a week or five episodes a week. And, you know. Oh, he's got a quota or something. He's got to make the monies. Cover the nut. Oh, we should also thank Joe. Wasn't for him, we wouldn't have a fucking podcast. A big thanks to Joe for everything he did, whether he's controlled opposition or not, remains to be seen. But um, for the fact that we haven't had a lawsuit issued to us yet, he inspires everyone. Notice I knocked on wood there. I noticed that, but you know, I mean, he inspired us, and hopefully, we can inspire anyone else to do whatever the fuck they want to do. I just want to just start a podcast. That's what everybody should do. It's just gotten so big. Podcasting. Joe Rogan specifically. Oh, Joe Rogan has gotten huge, yeah. People are still starting a podcast. We'll start a podcast. I find this week, too, not to talk about things we're going to talk about on the real episode, yeah, yeah. but um, a lot of people like just telling Joe how great he is lately. It can't help, eh? Well, I don't, th- I don't think he takes any of that shit too much. Like, he knows what he is, you know what I mean? He knows he's huge. He knows he's the biggest podcast out there i don't think it needs people to tell them that. but it's that rarefied air where you're making so much money you never go i want to do this tomorrow but i don't know you know what i mean whatever you want to do you can just do yeah no sky's the limit for joe he can oh my god that fucking dog hey man it's the year anniversary chico's got to beat on it so as we said simon just leave him he'll be fine there's shit on the floor up there so watch out Little bastard. Um, now that's inside baseball. That is inside baseball. Yeah. Well, I just didn't have. I just noticed it as I was coming back down, and I don't have time to clean that shit up. We're in the middle of this, and the camera will die. So first of all, uh, we went on the Patreon and uh, the Reddit, and we asked you guys to ask us questions. So uh, we're gonna answer some of those, and uh, we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very interested to see how this goes, and I have a bonus surprise after. Oh wow, Skamar's got surprises. All right, um, first question is, how come you guys suck? <laughs> well, I mean, that goes without saying, right? I'd say because we have other jobs, other responsibilities. Oh really? I'd say I was born this way. There you go. That'd be my answer, Simon. That's, that's just a rude question. It's a joke. It's from uh, know, it's from someone we know well. I'm just joking, but I think we suck obviously because our parents raised us this way. He he did have and, a real question. And though. society. Society for sure. Come here, buddy. He did Blame have a real it on question. The boomers. Uh, he said, "Just kidding. Keep up the good work, guys." My question is: Are you guys as mean to each other off air as you are on? Well, they can't know us very well then. I I, I don't think there's a difference. I don't think there's a difference either. I don't think there is a... There's no, like, on-air personas here, if that's kind of the question. Well, except that I, 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 I like Trump. I mean, we all know that. I'm just joking around about that, but... Um, uh, Come on, Chico. No, there's no difference. I, I think that's why it's it's uh, had any success whatsoever. Yeah, no, I'd say we're... Uh, it's the same dynamic you get on-air as off. Simon and I argue the same amount off-air as on. And you guys spend more time together? So. <coughs> Not really. Since we started the podcast, to be honest, Simon and I spend probably less time together. Although we are all very supportive at bowling. Yeah, that's the only I, place I, we're I, supportive. I will say that. 
All right, the next question is just for Kamar. How often does Kamar have threesomes with nurses? Uh, that was twice. Uh, it's not a normal thing. Uh, twice I, I, twice I, with the same two nurses? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes, yes. Not two different sets of nurses. Wow. That would be impressive. Not only that, you didn't disappoint the first time, so they came back. Good I've, for you. Uh, well, the Wait. key is drugs. I was going to say, maybe he did disappoint and they needed a redo. Well, that's even more. Most the fact that they would give him a redo away. is incredible. Yeah, that's great. A redo on a threesome? I've never even had one. This I've, guy's getting I've, redos. I've had a threesome with two waitresses. Uh, well, that's that an easy pull. It was. Yes. I say, K- as I've Kamar, never had. Kamar, have you ever done a devil's threesome? I have. Of course he has. I it's have. not even. What kind of question is that? And, no, I already knew the answer it. to it. Kamar. No, I, or, did, uh, Matt. I did it in Australia. So, which is even better. It was down under. So, it's a, it's a devil's V or something. <laughs> it's a devil's V. All right. Next question. Will there ever be a video feed? That's from Taylor M. Um, hopefully, if I can figure out the editing, we're trying to record this one. So I think we need an hey, intern. We need, well, once we actually start making money off this, I know people think we are. That's not what an intern is, though. What do you mean? I- intern is someone who wants to it's learn. Free. free. Yeah. Yeah, that's not going to happen in the city we're living in. There's not. A oh lot of- no, but they have to hang out for a half hour, for three hours of smoke weed. Yeah, that's a sweet job that we're not giving anyone though. Okay. All right, this is a good one. This is from, and I always butcher his name. I apologize. Uh, Tejuaro Clayton. <laughs> I'm trying, man. Like, listen, it's uh, you know he said I was close once, so. Uh, he said, in the event of you three, bro, you three bros making onto the Joe Rogan experience, in what order would you sit in across the desk slash table from Mr. Rogan? Wow. I already worked this out. That's interesting. Simon goes directly across. Kamar's beside him, and I'm in the RE seat with the shitty headphones. You are beside Joe. You definitely get the red headphones. That's what I'm saying. I'm- you are beside Joe. Not by choice. I figured you guys would put me there. You guys get the hot, the good seats. Oh, I, I would definitely want to be across from Joe. So thank you for that. I really, I feel like Simon will walk in and like sit down and be like, and then have a pause and get up. And, I don't want that and sit in every seat. That's interesting. <laughs> to one point cool. where he's actually looking at Joe's seat where he feels <laughs> most comfortable. Goldilocks, the shit. I'm with that. I, I, I really think you'd have a. But no, I like that he thinks you would go in and be like, I can take this one, right? And Joe would be like, that's, well, that's mine. <laughs> just sit on Jamie's lap. Right. <laughs> I thought I'd be sitting beside but Joe. But just to start. When I first heard the question. Oh, you thought you, okay. I did think you'd be sitting across To qualify Joe. that. Sure. I don't ever think we'll be on Joe Rogan. That's coming up later. Oh, so you well. can just wait on that one. <laughs> can. Um, yeah, no, I assume that also, I, I assume that Simon would walk into the studio first accidentally. Like, you know what I mean? He would... He would make it like, oh, I, I, oh, was I the first one we're, in here? We're all down there together. It's not like I'm showing up in my own car. No, I meant when the actual door to this recording studio opens, you're the first person mm. in the room and you just kind of sit. Oh, is this that chair? Oh, I couldn't tell with the cameras. and mm. stuff. He's going to go full the other black key. <laughs> just, just shut down doesn't say <laughs> oh i could God. actually see that it's like he's on an airplane just smoking weed joint off of joint yeah like <laughs> waiting for he's in like time. an opium fucking and then joe would ask him a question and he'd act like fucking collar boy or whatever i can't remember his name every time collar boy remember he goes and you're the foreknown expert in this field what do you think Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, what's his name? The guy who was caught off guard with he, Hancock. He got caught listening. I forgot <laughs> his name. Randall. Randall. Uh, Cunningham. No, I think no. we'd go in Football and uh, I think we'd all have to shoot bows. He doesn't let anyone. Oh, is, is that? 
I can't shoot the boat anyways, so I'd have a problem. Remember there. Big J said it though. Big J and Luis Gomez were like, Yeah, Joe's the kind of guy to bring you in, show you all this cool shit and not let you use it. Like he showed us the bow and they wouldn't let him use it. Anyway, here's the next question. Why isn't there more of Chico's opinion on the subjects? Love that little furball. That's from Abdias. Sorry, can I just back up one second? Sure. Of course he wouldn't let the skanks shoot the bows. Yeah. Like, what do you think is going to happen there? It's a broad They're going to shoot each other. Well, they're about to shoot one another in the ass. So <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's not, that's not out of the realm of reality. So why does Chico never say anything? Well, lately he's been piping up a bit, but he agrees with everything I say. Let's just keep it. Sorry, who was that? Who asked that, that was question? from Abdias. Abdias, I'd also like to explain to you that he's a dog and he think, can't I talk. I think the question was a joke. I did say keep it light. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, Kamar. Oprah, no, no. lighten up. This is from uh, Kevin Gomia. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. Fuck one, kill one, marry one. There's actually another fuck, kill, marry coming up later. Oprah, Barbara Walters, your wife. Simon, go first. Fuck, kill, marry. That's the game? Yeah. Oprah, Barbara Walters, my wife. Mm -hmm. So I'll go my wife. Your wife what? Oh, shit. Well, what are you doing here? Just well, cause it's fuck, fuck, kill, kill marry. marry. You don't right? have to do it in order. Just say the person and then what you, you would do. You have to marry your wife. Like, you're fucked. Or why don't you fuck your wife? You can fuck your wife if you want, but you're not going to oh, be wow. with I her. Guess, I I'm just gonna, realized this. I'm going to fuck my wife. Mm -hmm. I'm going to marry Oprah, and I'm going to kill Barbara Walters. Yeah, that's the one you got to go with. Yeah, because the then, money. I, then I get money, yeah, but I'm I'll still you. keep my wife as the side piece. And um, fucking kill Barbara Walters, and eventually kill Oprah, too. Yep. Wow. Maybe Double, I kill them all. I don't know. Triple murder. I triple homicide. <laughs> Simon. Simon goes kill all three. <laughs> it's like freedom. How old am I? 42. Freedom I like 50. Nice. Kamar, fuck, marry, kill. Well, I don't have a wife, so um, I'm fucking Barbara Walters and marrying uh, Oprah. And you're just killing a random chick? <laughs> just killing a random chicken in an alley. Sorry it had to be you. <laughs> all right. I'm with Simon. I like the... Uh, you got to... You got to marry Oprah for the money. <coughs> fuck your wife because that's a pussy you're used to. And Barbara Walters and her lisp can go fuck off. Although Oprah would be a sweet side bitch. Mm, like sugar mama side? Like you don't call her for a while. She but, buys you a Rolls Royce. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a, a car just shows up. I don't, I don't like the idea of fucking Oprah. And I definitely don't like the idea of fucking Barbara Walters. Wow. I've never fucked her with a lisp. That could be fun, though. Barbara Walters. Oh, Moa. Moa. She was oh, hot. please. You know, that please. A, that's not a lisp, is it? Isn't it? A... Whatever it is. Hand it to Give it to me more. Like your 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 wives are beautiful or whatever. Um, but Thanks, uh, Kamar. It's got to be those girls in their prime. And Oprah in her to... prime. Barbara Oprah Walters in her prime. prime. That's what it has to be. She does now. I wonder what Barbara. Agreed. I wonder what Barbara Walters in her prime she was. Hold on, she was had she? to be a piece because yeah. she, she made it on TV. She made it on TV. That's it. She made it on in, TV in, in an era where world, that's what I'm saying. One of the biggest, she had to be a dime. She was piece. a piece. Had to be a dime. And the piece. lisp yeah. was a hot accent. Well, maybe the lisp comes from like dick sucking, years of dick sucking. Wow, Simon is going hard in the so pace. So now you don't episode. kill Barbara Walters, you fuck her because <laughs> she's a great cocksucker. Yeah, interesting. All right, next question from uh, Darren Vincent: Will you guys make <laughs> merchandise in the future? Yeah, yes. I, I think we will. Yes, I think we're we looking into it. Uh, let's try it out by JRE Podcast uh, Store, but obviously there's the copyright infringement or anything. Let us like know if there's something in particular you'd like to see. Yeah, we'll. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll probably make something in the future. At least stickers. And like I said, I promised people stickers on the... Stickers for sure. I promised people on the Patreon sure. something. So there you go. Uh, this one's also... Fanny packs. This I one's like also that. from... Send us IDs, though. That's a good idea. Tadahol Clayton. I always fuck up his name. I'm sorry. He said, what is the breakdown if you know of the countries where each of your Patreon <laughs> customers come from? Uh, I absolutely don't know that. The Patreon doesn't give us that info. We don't know that. No, I don't. But I do have info as far as like countries like which countries download our podcast the most and i can go over those real quickly for you uh it's always a battle between new zealand and germany oh is it fighting, is that the, fighting for our love see kamar's all over it kamar checks this shit fucking religiously so the way it works is pretty much this the u.s obviously crushes everyone uh canada the united kingdom and australia are pretty much the same canada obviously because we're from there seems to edge them out a little Fuck bit canada the worst fans in Canada. Uh, and then Germany, Ireland, New Zealand, Norway, the Netherlands, Sweden, India, Brazil, Mexico, Denmark. Uh, give me one sec, Kamar. Uh, the list goes on. I mean, you know, as you go further down the list, the numbers get smaller, obviously, but those are kind of our main, uh, it's our main shit. And Sweden, the Canadian what up? podcast establishment is strongly against us, I figure. <laughs> well, we'll find out soon, well, won't I, we? I think we are the Canadian podcast establishment. No, Mike Ward's out there doing his thing. No, I just mean like the True. the people making decisions for iTunes and whatnot. Wow, the camera already died. That was so quick. So uh, that's perfect. To that's the video the question, no, but we will. <laughs> yeah. have You'll get a clip. Yeah, be you, happy with. For it. you guys, you're probably going to get five minutes of video. So we apologize. We're going to get more time out of Kamar's bowling fucking uh wow did you see any of the shots you got together that one shot where you run with it yeah into the uh yeah i know it's a great shot I know. it's too bad but though that all your balls go into the gutter what i was gonna say that's the magic of uh, the video kamar what you're forgetting too is that was my first time holding that thing yeah, yeah, no, no. what i was even gonna think too is like if you were doing a shot like that you get a skateboard put someone on a skateboard give them half a push and then you're Dude, then you're making professional it's movies. Looking it's that, insane. That move, but again, like we said about light. But did you see the shot he took? I did. I yeah. put it in my story. It's just that one. Where it's it's maybe two seconds, but it looks fucking. The great. answer you were looking for was that showbiz, Simon. <laughs> that showbiz. That's showbiz, Simon. There you go, Kamar. The other thing about those shots is the quicker the edits, the more you get away with. Like, Absolutely. You know no. what I mean? That it wasn't the perfect one, but you edited it in quickly and it looks buddy, yeah, like <laughs> it's thumbs and fucking anyways. All right, I, my, it's fucking around, talk around, fucking poke around. My boy Ryan Sinclair wants oh, to know Ryan. on a scale of one to five Dan Aykroyds, how fucking crazy is Roseanne Barr? Oh, she's a full five Dan Aykroyds, obviously. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I love Rosie though. I love Rosie, and I'm torn between the two of them. <laughs> You know, she's Jewish, right, Simon? So you have to defend her. This is your friend from high school? Yeah. Um, Why, did you guys get into it the other day? No. Oh. Where? Like on, on Instagram? I don't know. No. Interwebs? No. Yeah. I was just wondering who, who he was. Um, I think that Roseanne is fucking super crazy, but I will not use Dan Aykroyd's to rate her craziness. Whoa, just pulling everyone out of everything. All right. Well, then you'll love the next question. He has a follow-up. Uh, which one has the least credibility? Stephen Greer's knowledge of aliens slash UFOs or Simon's episode rating system? <laughs> Is that what you were talking about the other day? 
<laughs> um, I mean, do do I need to do this rant again? <laughs> no, that's fine. I just wanted to my rating system is pristine. I'm the only one who has any clue on what's going on here. What was the first part of that question? Which has the least credibility, Stephen Greer's UFO knowledge or your rating system? So you're obviously going Stephen Greer. I mean, I hope we all go Stephen. Greer. I gotta go Stephen Greer because yeah. his he has no knowledge of shit. Yeah, I, I agree with that. But you can't say that because you don't even know what your rating system. If we had taken all our tallies from the end of the year to find out who was, I don't even know what we're close to. But this year, no. All I can do is keep track from now on this year to see whose numbers match up. This is because I know the you're the farthest. There's no doubt about that. Well, I also want to say I this. To differ. I think what I'm going to do. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a big whiteboard, put it up there, and I'm going to have each one of our names, and we're going to have a five club, like the nine club. What does that mean? What's a five club? So any episode you rate five stars goes up on the board oh, I so see. then we can have a tally of we know you're not going to put Great. any up so right away we have sturgill simpson and fucking half of the black keys no we're starting no new. it's starting we're starting new just, i also gave gabby reese a five this year did you yeah gabby reese got a five from me yeah and you didn't even know that she believed in bigfoot and she's a one Oh, no, Gabriel Reese, sorry. No, no, Gabby Reese. Yeah, you, yeah. you sent me a no, fully nude photo of her after the I episode. I thought you were talking about the New York Times one. He's thinking of what's her name? Abby no, Martin. No, no not Abby Martin. out of here. No. Well, you don't like Abby Martin. You either. guys loved her at the time, though. I do like Abby Martin. No, no, the, the girl from the New York Times who said <laughs> Tulsi's a stoolie. No, we didn't love her. You loved her. Okay, you should go back you and listen her. to that episode. You guys were, no, she's smart. She's a reporter for New York Times. We defend, okay, I defended no. her credibility. That's right. And That's it was all Matt I did. Was to a fault. Her. To a fault. She has no credibility. There was nothing all to right. defend. Listen. You know what? Trump <laughs> says so. Yeah, exactly. No, everyone, anyways. This, is, this one's really interesting. Anywho. I have to say, when I read this, I really had to stop and think. This is from Mark Oliver. Have you guys ever considered rating the week at the end of the podcast? I don't care about the math being right. Just feels like it would be easier to rate after discussing each of the episodes. Yep, that, that would kill oh, all our problems. That, that makes way more sense. <laughs> no, Dude, no, 100%. I, that makes way more sense. I read that and I was like, this guy's a fucking genius. <laughs> we're not going to do it because we only do things we want to do. Because but that's a great idea. We've been putting ourselves in a position where we have to set something and then on a way through decide how we get to there no but whoa whoa, whoa. hold whoa, on i whoa, think this whoa. is the better we idea we do rate them at the end of the no, episode no we don't no we ate we rate each episode he's saying why don't you rate the week at the very end of the episode we rate the week at right the off beginning. the beginning that's uh, look look on the whiteboard it says rate the week we in rate, giant letters we rate the week and then we go through each episode rate them uh, so accordingly. We're, we're still going to rate those at the end, but then at the end of the show, we rate the week. That still makes way more sense. I think what we should do is this. We should still rate it at the beginning. Is, is this what you just said? No. I think we should still rate it at the beginning and then go through them all and then and then say at the end, okay, like we'll write it down at the beginning, what we all rate, and then say, wait, do we still, does this rating hold up? Do you still give it a three after okay, going over all this? Okay, I like that. That's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Right? A lot of work. We this fucking okay, you know what? The guy who does the least amount of work on the podcast. You don't have to do any of the work. All right, don't <laughs> worry about guy. it. No, it won't affect you. I at all. am weary of committing things we're going to do that we could totally do. Well, well, there's you no know commitment. What's, yeah, I was just going to say. You know what's the best part about this is if we decide that we don't want to do it halfway through the episode. Fuck it. There's no halfway. No, first man. of all, first That's of all, failing. 
That'd be failing. First well, of all, as long as you fail better the next time, there we you're go. all good. There we go. The odds we're going to remember to do it are slim to none. No, anyway. this, I, I think that's a great idea. This is where we're saying these things. Well, we're doing that. We're doing, we're doing the, both. Uh, we're doing both. Keeping track of the ratings and the book club. Mark, great fuck. <laughs> Mark, great fucking idea, man. Mark Oliver. Mark Oliver. John Oliver. His name is Mark Oliver. John Oliver is on television. Well, I thought his name was John Oliver. Jamie. There's Jamie. a Jamie Oliver. Oh, there's two Olivers. Yep. I mean, I assume it's not that. It's not that rare well, a last I, name. I okay. asked them both if they're related there or not. Are they both from Britain? Yes. Well, oh, are they? Uh, I, I don't want to dox any of our fans. I'm sorry there. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seriously. Sorry, 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 sorry. Uh, Mark would also like to know top three episodes of JRE and why? That's a great question. Great we'll question. start with Simon. No, no, no. Let's we'll start with somebody else this time. I want we'll to start with Kamar. Then. Look at that. Actually, you, know, you know what? That's what happens when you go to a woman at a restaurant to order. We wow. He's Kamar's on fire today. He's dressed like he's going to prison, and well, yeah, he, he wants I'm it. Sorry, take well, no offense. He knows a lot about diners and restaurants. <laughs> take so. no offense. I'm in my role right now. Listen, we'll let Kamar go first because you know his are going to be fucking wonky anyway. Well, we let him all going to be comedians. When we let him chose the throwbacks, it's insane. Kamar, go ahead. Uh. Number one or three? How do you go like that? Huh? Are we going the first one? Doesn't matter. The, just your, Oh, just top just, three. We don't care about the order. <laughs> Give no. us the third one first. Third one first would be uh, the last Owen Benjamin. Because he went off he went off the rails and has made his own way. Like with you, I'm not saying I agree with him, or but he's living his life. Like, but Kamar totally <laughs> agrees with him. Just side note. Maybe. No, I don't. But. Um, and, uh, so we're gonna see your like we're gonna see you crumble in the next five years, right? Like we're gonna see you. It was it, it just happens to be in the year like he was just the that was his exit out of that life. You know what I mean? It, I, it was is and Kurt Metzger was there out of his mind, and you see that guy Kurt Metzger. He's doing fine today. Yeah, he's killing it. He's doing shows like you just don't hear about him. He's not popular, but he's living his best life. You know, what I mean? whereas we thought. That guy's about to blow. It was just a really interesting podcast because of uh, the two energies. And then, of course, Alex Jones. <laughs> it's got to be. You mean Alex Jones and Eddie Bravo? Alex Jones, enter Eddie Bravo. Just because it it was just four hours and the energy of Alex Jones. And and I just remember like g- giggling to myself as I was listening to it. Like, oh, we're going to go this deep? Like this deep? And uh, I mean, it was just whatever you think about Alex Jones is fucking entertaining. And then uh, Elon Musk, just because it was like Elon Musk, Jack Dorsey, sort of just powerful people, like their insight. That's a tough one. You can't get mad at his picks. I'm not, his picks. I, I'm not angry. Are at you ready, Simon? You want me to go now? Yeah. I well, Graham Hancock, for sure. Any any episode with him. Pick, take your pick. Except for the one where they argue. That one's ridiculous. Um, it's amazing. That's four. I, I mean, I, I have to go with Kamar with the Alex Jones, Eddie Bravo episode. Like, I don't want to pick the same thing as him because that's lame. But if I'm being honest, that I think that's that might even be my favorite episode of all time. Because I don't think I've ever laughed so much during a Joe Rogan. That's for sure. Just the blood, the blood, <laughs> Joe, and the kids. Think about the kids. But it was more just Eddie Bravo and Alex and how they choke have me out. this Come weird here. Come on and choke me out. Right dynamic now. to them. And then the last one would have to be... Um, shit, I don't know, man. 
fuck. I think it's um I think it's Bob Lazar. And oh. and I'll tell you I'll tell you why because to me that's a super important uh moment. You know that sound when you lose on the prices, right? Shane Dorian <laughs> is rolling in his barrel right now. Getting kicked back into the ocean by a deer. I don't even remember why oh my God. I stood. It was because you guys were hating on Shane Dorian. I believe you. Because I don't think that was an especially great episode. <laughs> I think you bar. rated it like a 475. What? Four, We'd have eight. to go back. Yeah, that might have been a five. Might have been. That might have been, been your five. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Maddie. Um, my favorite episode of all time is Joey Diaz and Doug Stanhope. Um, cause they used to live together and Joey Diaz tells the story about him selling Coke to Whitney and Bobby and Ricky Martin. And to me that that's just the best. It's three comedians and that, those are always my favorite. And it's kind of before it was like really before the podcast got as big as it is now. It was like at the. I think it was even at his house. No, it was at the old studio. Either way, that's hands down my favorite. I think the end of the world, I know we've talked about this before. I don't know that that counts, but the end of the world podcast at the comedy store with all the comedians. It's not really a podcast. Fair enough. That's why I, so if you don't want me to throw that in there, then I won't. Um, I mean, Elon was incredible. It's tough not to pick Elon. I'm going to have to go with Elon for sure. No. It's, it's weird, though, because you rated Elon like a four and a half, but you rated Sturgill Simpson a five. That's not up there for you. Like, I'm just, I'm confused. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm, I'm having a hard time. So first of all, you didn't rate, you didn't rate Bob Lazar a four point anything. I rated Bob Lazar a huge score. We'd have to go back. I think it's a four point eight. He's going back. Something. He's going back. This fucking guy. Every night, he's his marriage is falling apart because he just. I know what he gave that. I'll say this: at the time of listening to Elon Musk, we all agreed it was like a weird pod. It seemed slow and robotic, but like looking back, I don't know. Well, it was the biggest guest he's. I would say it's the biggest guest he's ever had on the Elon. Yeah, and smoking the joint. I mean, that just that too. He got Elon Musk deal, to smoke right? a joint. Like that's insane. Yeah, I have to apologize because I thought it was in the last year we were drawing from. No, it's ever forever. Well, then it, it's it, it, there's been too many. But I think about how many people who have been seven times. A lot. There might be fifty people. Who've been on seven? You know what I mean. There's Main not phase. fifty people that have been on seven times. Fifty five no, zero. No. Not they, seven, but six or not five, fifty people. Five. To- you think there's fifty well, on an average? Because some people hold been on, on hold times. on. Name me fifteen. Uh, Greg Fitzsimmons, Ari Shafir, um, Duncan Trussell. Well, let's just, okay. You could just do sober October. The three of them right there. Bert Kreischer. So you're up to eight. Joey Diaz. Nine. Brendan Schaub. Ten. Brian Callen. Eleven. Uh, now I might get deep into it. Uh, Tom Papa. Christopher Ryan, for sure. Christopher Ryan is is in the, the, the... You know the five times you've been on Sunday Live? They had that thing. Um, My point is, I don't think it's yeah. anywhere over 30 So people. you're good. You can get to probably 30. But I, I'm with you. I don't know if it's 50. It's not 50. But who knows? 
If you start looking, maybe you'll see that a bunch of comedians. I mean, comedians. again, Bill Burr. Listen, the comedian. Oh, like, Bill Burr. Bill yeah. Burr has been on. A, any Dom com- Irera used to be on all the time. Any comedian that in the last 10 years has had four specials has been on Joe Rogan four times. Well, and the first couple of years, too, they're just packed with like the same, same repeat people. customers. Yeah. It's almost like you have to start at 300 and say... That's where you get to. Uh, you, well, that's you why know. the the throwbacks are tough because we go from one <laughs> to a thousand, but the first, if it's truly like if you're going if you're scrolling through and looking at the first hundred of them, it's repeats, all the repeats, it's repeats. all the same people. And so that's where I draw my number from. But um, that being said, all those people who are in the Five Club or whatever, they're canceled out. The whole some of their work makes them great podcasts. You know what I mean? the 10 hours you've heard of them like unless they're gonna go on there and say they're having a divorce and have a cancer like you know where they're at and who they are cheeto's been on fucking too much he's been on at least five times as well he's a great yes man i think this was his best performance we'll get into it we'll talk about well yeah we will talk we want to get into it um okay we'll save this one for the end because kieran leach wants origin stories on all of us. So we'll just we'll wait on that one. There's no point. How I got my superpowers. Kamara, they want to hear a drunken night, a story of a drunken night that's borderline incriminate. Sean Jordan wants Kamara to tell us a story of a drunken night that is borderline incriminating. If it's not too much to ask, he says. Well, I... Uh, I He's probably going to give you one from, like this I'd week. <laughs> tell you this story for free, but obviously I'll just tell the... Well, he told one the other... Sorry, just to interrupt for one second. You told one on the last episode... Or two episodes ago about your um, jail stint. I well, that's one. But did I tell you about Cuba? Shoot, go ahead. Going off the balcony. Yeah. No, but go did ahead. They tell that story. Okay. No, no, that's amazing. But that's not. Um, that doesn't incriminate you. Well, okay. Well, if hold on, we have Just, to actually, by definition, incriminate myself. No, I don't want to. <laughs> like, okay. For the record, for the record, and I won't t- tell it now because it's too long. Maybe we'll save it for the end. I have a truly drunk and incriminating, but the statute of limitations has run out. Story about a drunken evening that I had with my father. Matt killed somebody with his dad. Close. <laughs> okay, come on, go ahead. Tell the balcony story. So. um I'm in uh, Cuba with a girl. Yep. And we check in and our room does not have air conditioning. <laughs> so we're like, uh, and it's 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 hot. It does get cold at night, but it's hot like till eight o'clock and then it cools off. And so we're like, well, thanks we for the weather, Kamar. <laughs> this is important. <laughs> we can't stay in this room for the next week because we need, we, we need air conditioning. You know what I mean? So we go to the lobby. We've just been here an hour, and we've probably had two rum and cokes, or you know what I mean. We go to the lobby and say we need a room with air conditioning. And like we're going to have to uh, move you tomorrow. So we're in the room one night. We have a couple of drinks, whatever. Pass out. The next day we get up, switch rooms. So. I- I'm just trying to paint the picture of being disoriented. You've never heard this before, Matt. Maybe I have. I don't well, this know. This is priceless. Disoriented in a, in a yeah. place. You know what you I mean? thought you were. You got used to the one room the one there, night, and now the, you're the, in a new room and everything. And, and don't forget, you're retarded. And well, no, I'm drinking Cuban style. Everybody says, "Well, no, <laughs> uh, I'm I'm drinking Canadian Cuban style. It's they just keep pouring. You know what I mean? Yep. With uh, judging eyes. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> 
And so, anyways, we wake up the next day, switch the room, everything's great. Now that we have air conditioning, and I just go deep because we're all set up. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't gonna. I was gonna say. So you didn't go deep the night before because it was too hot. We probably went deep the night before. Of course you did. But, but, you know, when you're together, like ah, it'd be better if this is everything's everything's hammered out. It's that's how we want it to be. So. Now we can cut loose. He went deep. So I went deep in the water all day drinking and stuff. <laughs> deep in the water. And uh, and uh, I snore, especially when I drink. Mm-hmm. So I was sleeping, and then um, I got told to go out of the balcony. So I went out on the balcony, and I, and I fell asleep. And now this is where it gets a little foggy, but I woke up. Obviously, it's not too hot now. No, it's cool. I wake up because it's cool. And this is second floor balcony, correct? Or first floor it's balcony? It's a bit more than a second floor because there's a... It's raised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I have the video uh, of... I didn't film myself. Um, so anyways, I wake up in the middle of the night and I think I'm locked out of the room. And I don't want to bang and wake uh, this person who's been upset because I've been snoring all right already. You know what I mean? But I got to get inside because it's it's, it's getting chilly. What a cuck. What a cuck. Yep. Absolutely. 100%. (laughs) And so I drop hang off the side of the balcony. (laughs) (laughs) Simon just died. Because his rationale is crazy. Hold on. You also, you didn't try the door, obviously. Because I know it's open. Because you mentioned that. Go ahead. So I try to drop hang off the balcony. And I'll just go and say I was down at the the bar. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Until something comes up. And um, the second I let go of the ledge. I was like. Oh fuck. You know what I mean? Because I'm still falling. Because <laughs> I, I should have hit the ground by now. But it's it still hasn't come. And I just fucking land in a heap. And I break my foot. And I think I, I, I chip up my elbow. And <laughs> along the way down, my face is scraping along the wall. Because oh I'm, I'm trying to keep it tight. And like, no, like I broke my foot. Like yeah, for sure. I understand. <laughs> I understand. I land on a rock or something. One leg's on a rock. rock. You but, fell a story and a half. But I'm in a, yeah, too far. Way too far. Too far. <laughs> and so I start limping out. I'm, I'm in the back. Like, it's uh, an all-inclusive, like, big motel. <laughs> so I'm limping out to try to get around to keep my plan going. And my foot's fucked. So I'm like, help. <laughs> and these huge Cuban security guys come and find me. And they look at me. And I'm covered in blood. I'm fucked up. I'm fucked up. And they're like, uh... And I said, I can't walk. So they go and get a baggage cart. And I lie down on that and they roll me to the lobby. And they're like, what room are you in? Now, this is where before where I just changed rooms. Like, I don't remember. I don't know what room I'm in. And they're like, well, who? And I'm I'm drunk and hysterical, covered in blood, just fucked. Broken foot, chipped elbow. No, but blood. Like I woke up covered in blood. Like I, I understand. This is live. 
<laughs> this is live. So I finally tell them the person I'm named with, and they, they match the name, and I go, yes. And so they call her up, and they go like, hey. Uh, well, you know you haven't named this person like you know, three times now. Do, I, I don't want to. Never. Do, do, you know, do you know Kamar? And they're like, yeah. It's like, well, you've got to come down here. Because he's naked in the lobby. <laughs> Wait, you're naked? The whole time, buck naked. <laughs> Why did you leave that out till now? Because that's the funniest part. <laughs> so the whole time oh when he's God. limping through, covered in blood, broken foot, him, 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 broken him. elbow, being rolled around on the thing, buck naked. So wait a minute. They don't cover you at that point? They you, were hitting your face. you were hitting your face on the wall. What about your dick? Uh... I don't know. It was yeah, so cold. What it was about cold. your dick? It was cold. It sucked in. Okay. I've got a big gut. Oh, yeah. That's true. Anyways. you said keep it tight against the wall. I Anyways, she came down and she wasn't happy. No, really? No, she was really upset. Okay. Really upset. Wait for it. Wait. For it. The story's not over. She's really upset. <laughs> and the next day, we got to go to fucking um, Havana <laughs> to walk around the streets of Havana all day. And I just broke my foot. And that's what her plan is to do so. Is it, that the end of the story? No. I'm bummed. And like, it's pretty bad. You know what I mean? And then uh, two days later, I'm in the canteen or whatever. We're, we're drinking again, you know, for Obviously. A, a natural pain reliever. And uh, this guy comes in and goes, hey, Canadian, like to party. He's like, uh, what? I, I didn't recognize her. I think it's like, I just I checked in the other night. You were in the lobby. <laughs> So this guy was checking into the place. Imagine that. Imagine being that guy. <laughs> and he sees me naked, covered in blood, <laughs> on the fucking car. It's like, oh, it's that kind of place. I'm going to stick my dick in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nice, there you nice. Go. So my question is, Kamar, um, did you go to Havana the next day? Oh, yeah. You are such a fucking cock. <laughs> this is crazy. No, I wanted to see Havana. I want to go to church to the bar. So how did, you, how did you get around Havana? Like these little rickshaw guys that have these little carts that go down the streets. Wow. Well, being ignored. <laughs> you know, enjoy. But I had a shitty camera, so whatever. Come on, can you take that? Can I... Um, oh, I was going to drop one real quick. I got a good drunk story. Oh, I, mine was about Kamar. Oh, go so. ahead. Yeah. No, no. If you want to go first, no, if no, you no, want like hear- a Kamar buffer. Yeah, no. I want to hear... Let's hear yours. Kamar, may I? Which story is it? Um, well, someone also wanted to. Then the the next time you broke your leg. Next time I broke my leg. The last time. Yeah. An oxycotton. Oh, I didn't well, know actually, you were... Simon, hold this because someone has a question later. They want all perfect. Us, they will. They are like the question is, do you have a good memory of each of someone in the podcast? Okay. So just there save that because I have sure. a great one of Kamara. No, a good memory. <laughs> you had to take me to the hospital in the morning. Uh, probably, yeah. I don't remember. It's, How many times have you broken listen, your fucking leg? It's like the you fall down the stairs. Yes. Okay, that story. And then I walk home. Oh, the adventure getting home. Oh no, that that's another time. It's priceless. Well, I don't remember a lot because I was on a lot of oxycontin. But well, just real quick, I went to. Uh, that's my, a teaser for the Patreon. Sorry, my grandfather for his for their fiftieth wedding anniversary. My grandparents took a shitload of us to New York. I'm 20 years old, and the first night there. We settle in. Everyone gets their hotel rooms. And my gay cousin is like, do you want to go get some drinks? I'm like, yeah, of course. I'm 20 years old. So we go out. And as we're leaving the hotel, my uncle, who's not like a rich dude, pulls a power move. And he's like, hey, you guys are going out? We're like, yeah. He's like, take my credit card. Have a night on me. 
And we're like, no. He's like, take the credit card. Have a night. I mean, he's doing the whole like elbow, you know, like this is your long hair, uncle. The the what the hippier one. Yeah. 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 Long hair. He has no he's bald. Oh, I thought he had like a ponytail. It sounds like uh, Jesse Ventura. Yeah. He, uh, he yeah. is. A, yeah. Yeah. That one. Anyway. So he gives us his credit card. My cousin, and I get in a cab and we're both like, we're not using this credit card. Right. He's like, no, fuck. No, that guy doesn't have that kind of he's not like a ball. You know what I mean? He's not that he's dude. He's not your, that's your cousin, uncle. but not his dad. <laughs> no, that's what's that? He's not. No, no, it's my so my. There's six kids in my in my mom's family. It's not your other. It's uncle. not my other uncle. Who's, you would his, his credit card. Yeah. We would have had a night and a fucking half. Yeah. Oh, oh, this was just. This is, get yourself a sandwich. No, well, this I just didn't want to do it to yeah, him. Yeah, it was yeah, you know yeah. we we <laughs> we had our own money, so whatever. I also sidebar to this. My cousin, I'm already a little drunk, and I go, "Where do you want to go?" He goes, "I don't know. Why don't we just get in a cab and see where it takes us." This is you never do, dude. He, <laughs> we get in the cab. He had a fucking an address like, <laughs> like to the cab driver, and I was like, oh, "We're just gonna see where this takes us." Of course, we end up in the gay village, yeah. and I end up at this crazy gay bar, which is fine because they're pouring drinks. The like, Blue Oyster. Your cousin's fucking, gay. Yeah, my cousin's as gay ah, as the day man. is long, and the best is we go to walk into this gay bar, and there's like a nine foot. You can't say tranny anymore, can you? I just did. There's a nine foot tranny working the door. Black person. Um, oh, you are just digging this hole deep. And she stops me and she goes, you know, this is a gay bar. And I go, uh, yeah, I had, you know, like, but I could just couldn't believe it that she spotted me right away. Like you were so flattered. Well, I was like, what I do you mean? Straight. Well, yeah, no, I was, I was kind of pissed actually. I was like, what does that mean? Fuck, <laughs> fuck off. I get sucked dick. No. So we go in, we get hammered and we go back to the hotel. We get in a cab, we go back to the hotel and my cousin like vanished. So I'm trying to get back into the hotel and I guess the hotel like locks off at night. So you can't get past the lobby without a card. Like you have to have your room card. I'm fucking three sheets to the wind. I go to give them my card and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know my wallet. And they were like, well, I don't know what to tell you. And I was like, well, can you call one of the other rooms? Like all my family's staying here. And they were like, no, it's 2 a.m. We're not calling any other rooms. And I was like, are you serious? They were like, yeah, we're not going to call any other rooms. I was like, well, what am I going to do? They were like, we don't know. But you can't stay in the lobby. And I was like, well, can I at least call the cab company? And the guy looks at me and he's like, it's New York City. If you left your wallet in the cab, you're never getting it back. And I was like, fuck. So for like two hours, I drunkenly chain smoke out front of the hotel. I'm so bummed. Like, I don't know what to do. I don't have a cell phone. I'm trying to get a hold of people. I finally go back and I'm like, can you please call someone in my family? Like, because it's a different person at the desk. And they're like, we're not doing that. I they go won't back. call any room. They're not calling a room. They That's don't, crazy. Because they don't believe I'm staying there. Keep in you mind, no ID. I'm some drunk asshole with no ID, right? Mm-hmm. So in their defense, like we're not just going to have you calling random rooms mm-hmm. at 3 a.m., 2 a.m., whatever. So I go out for one more cigarette. I'm so bummed. I'm like, I'm going to sleep on the streets. My first night in New York, and I'm going to end up falling asleep on the streets. My family's going to fucking hate me. I go outside. The cab driver <laughs> that I had earlier is standing outside of the hotel waving my wallet. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, this is incredible. I'm like, thank you, man. Thank you. I was like, can I give you cash? He's like, there's no cash in the wallet. And I was, I'm, so I'm like, <laughs> I found it. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, fine. Fair enough. Whatever. <laughs> I didn't say I brought it back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that's cool. That's cool. So I go in and I've got my wallet. And now the guy that before was like, I'm not calling anyone and you're ever getting your wallet back. He's back at the desk. And he was like, are you fucking kidding? Yeah. He's like, that's insane. So I show him. I'm like, look, I'm actually staying. He's like, yeah, go ahead. You didn't have him shine your shoes. I should have. I was, I was just so happy to get in my room. So the next day I wake up. And my uncle goes, what the fuck did you guys do last night? And I was like, I don't know. We ended up at some wild gay bar. 
we didn't really do much to be honest and he's like well you guys maxed out my credit card and i was like what he goes yeah you guys maxed out my credit card i got a call today from the credit card company saying you guys maxed it out and i was like i was like "Uh uh-uh i left my wallet in a cab last night and then even crazier the next night i get even more drunk and i go to walk back into the hotel and i've got my card out and i goes go ahead and I throw a shit fit. Because he did let you in the night before. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? So, I'm, dude, I'm, I'm mid shit. I'm mid like tantrum. And the guy goes, buddy, calm down. He goes, I remember you from last night. He goes, only guy that ever left his wallet in a New York cab and got it back. And I'm like, ugh. And I just fucking <laughs> sauntered in. But you just had to say, and that's the thing about yeah, these kind yeah. of people. Yeah. Why don't say this kind of <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. And my uncle was livid. I still don't believe him to this day, though. Because I'm like, I don't know if that cab driver, how did he have time to, oh, I guess. What's maxed out, though? You said it wasn't $5,000? That's what I assumed, Five. I'm sure that takes 13 seconds in New York. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, in New York, yeah, one spot. He phoned up his buddy <laughs> who sells fucking tires and was like, it didn't take long just to... put this through for five grand. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you, you know, 500 bucks. If you're doing that, you want to get it done within five it's seconds. It's gravy. You know what I mean? All right, so we'll move on to another question because that one was long-winded. Yeah, that was good stuff, guys. Great stories. Uh, Trent Davis. Um, Kamar, Simon and I already had this conversation. Uh, Kamar, Simon, Matt, in a triple threat match, who is walking away from that fight with the dub? That's his first part of the question. Uh, for those listening, Kamar is like two, maybe three weight classes above Simon and I. So to say Kamar is not walking away with the dub is insane. However... I appreciate that, boys. However, if it's a triple threat like like rumble in the cage, like the three of us at once. Uh, I think Simon and I do the smart thing and take Kamar out and then fight it to the death because we're closer in weight classes. That happens for sure. Same. I don't know if this is a question on there, but we eat Kamar first on a desert island. Matt and I make, uh, uh, what do they call that on Survivor? An alliance. An alliance. You've just ruined that. <laughs> well, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> first rule of Fight Club, Simon, what the fuck? Because we get on the island, and yeah. Simon comes up and goes, hey, come on, remember what I said? Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry about it. And I just smash his face yeah. in with a rock. And Kamar comes up to me like, I knew he was no good. Kamar, there's no conversation. And we done it, you like fly brisket. Hold um, on, hold on. There's a follow-up. Uh, who can smoke the most out of you three? So what of this one, Kamar's... Kamar's last. So Kamar wins the fight a million times because he's a giant ogre. I had a caveat though. Oh, oh. go ahead. How long have you guys been without the dub? What do you mean? Not smoking weed? Yeah. What does that have to do with the that fight? That might turn you into a ferocious like Oh, oh. for the fight. <laughs> oh, if I'm a month off pot, you lose. You see, yeah, you see true. like a fucking um, mongoose. Well, just <laughs> what's very head. interesting is I have a, a pretty serious injury and I also have dislocating shoulders, side injury that came from Kamar. We were wrestling in the hall in grade well, I was in grade ten and you were in grade eleven, I guess, or whatever. Do you know what year that would have been? Just for the younger listeners. Oh, to really shit. It. 94. Ni- Holy 90. Fuck. It might have even been before that. And yeah, so Kamar threw me to the ground. And as I put my arms back to break the fall. 93 would have been. I, oh, yeah. Grade 10. Sorry. I popped my shoulder. Gross. And that's when I realized because I have double jointed shoulders. But that was the first time ever. So there you go. So I'm so sorry, man. Yeah. Even back then he was bullying me. I what can't a piece of that. shit. Yeah. I'm I'm really sorry, Simon. 
Oh, I, I'm just. I just thought that was. Uh, an I can remember. I can remember note. it though. Yeah. We were bullies. Whatever. It was high school. Kids suck. So who can smoke more, Simon? Me or you? Um, I think you do smoke more. I think the question is though, who? Yes, can I realize smoke it's worded. More. Who can smoke? That's more. very interesting. I mean, I don't know. I, I I don't know the answer to that. I've never. Uh, I know this. Competed against anybody to see if I could smoke more than them. I know this. I weigh. <laughs> Less than both of you, and in my heyday, I could have probably drank both of you under the table. It'd be interesting. What oh, the, well, you can definitely... I'm a total I know you, but I was looking more How low is the table? <laughs> um, no, I think you can smoke the most. Yeah? Because I've never seen... I've seen you green out or be... You have? When? Oh, yeah. Six hours I mean, of podcast. That, I've just seen you. I mean, Matt, there's a fight in him, even when he's not stoned. But it's... it's I just, but Simon's you, up at 6 a.m. every day. I think that's the I, difference. No, absolutely. This is the problem. The Try like 4 a.m. Exactly. Well, technically, I'm, at, I'm up at 4 a.m. as yeah, well. Yeah, but it's different. <laughs> that is the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the answer to that. I think it would be really close. Either way, I think out of all of our friends, you're the only one who has a chance. I don't think it's a massive accomplishment. No, I don't either. And most of our friends now have kids and that sort of shit. But I'd say you you have kids and you still smoke mm. a, a hefty, a good amount. Of Lots life. of people my, smoke tons. My kids are grown. That's true. No, yeah, I guess that's true. A lot of our friends have young kids. Yeah, once your kids are grown, you have a it's lot of It's not that big a deal. In high school, it's pretty hardcore if you smoke the most weed. No, I, I'm again, I'm not. Uh, listen, I never would have brought this up if it hadn't been asked. No, you no. Know what I mean? It's not me, though. But even then, to say that, like, Simon's not one of those ounce a day guys. Simon smokes... Uh, you, know. you don't need to tell anybody what I smoke. You I'm smoke not, an ounce a day? No, yeah, fuck two no. ounces what are you, a day. Gucci Mane? Fuck yeah. no, dude. What did uh, what did what's his name say? <laughs> Excuse me. That is crew grows through. Oh, it's uh, forty pounds a there month. There you go. That's what I. Oh, do. they do Mike though. Tyson. Yeah. I've that's seen the what, podcast. That's how my crew rolls. <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a conglomerate. Dude, I had never seen that interview, or maybe I had and I forgot about it because it's just awful where he's being interviewed back in the day and he looks at the woman dead in the eyes and he's like, I can't believe I'm letting you interview me. Normally, I only let women talk to me that I fornicate with. And then she doesn't say anything and he just looks her dead in the eyes. He's like, so I wouldn't say anything else unless, you know, mm. I'm just like, oh, this guy's insane. 20. I know. Well, listen, it's I know crazy. he had a tough. I know. Is no, it's not even tough. It's just the. Um, no, I said he had a tough upbringing. Was my your brain hasn't developed, you know, no, as well. Is one of the questions on there? Who would you ask to help you move a dead body? No, but if you want to answer that, yeah, because I would definitely ask Kamar first, a hundred percent. If that, if I had just killed somebody, yeah, but the same way, I would never. I'd ask Kamar first too. Would you? Yeah. Okay. The guy, look at how he's, he's dressed in prison garb right now, so it's an easy answer. I'm he's Jeffrey Epstein. He's wearing a do-rag. I'm alive. <laughs> I'm alive. I'm coming out. Imagine that. Imagine that. Deep sub. They kill Kamara. And bring, you are and Jeffrey, I'm Jeffrey Epstein. Epstein. And yeah. I've been killed. All right. So, Aaron, we kind of already did this, but I'll, I'll ask his question anyway so that he gets his props. You guys got any crazy stories you'd feel comfortable telling on air from when you were younger? Sidebar, I really love the podcast. Reminds me a lot of me and my buddies shooting the shit in my garage keep it up we'll keep it up with these stories uh we'll get to more eventually uh what are some of the sports teams you guys root for i think matt's a vikings fan i'm assuming you're all raptors fans simon all right that's a great question that is a great question yeah so football 
Well, we know you're a Giants fan. Giants I fan, guess he didn't baby. know that. Bing, bing, oh, this bing, is Robert, bing, by bing, the way. Bing. My sub team Oh, this is might be young Rob from Utah. Is San Francisco. Bing, 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 bing. The 49ers? Yeah. Oh, he happens to go with an undefeated team. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fucking so sorry. He remembers back in the day hey, when I threw him hey, over. Hey, hey, hey. Wait, Rangers. I'll tell you exactly why, just no. so you don't think I'm a bandwagon guy. First of all, just, no one has sub teams. Just wait, because when I won that ticket... That my pools ticket. Yeah, your, I needed almost ruined your marriage. I needed San Fran to win. I went out. I bought a jersey. I, it was like a big that's thing. Right, they that's became right, my that's team. That's right. So oh, you'll you even, them to win the Monday you'll night. even right. see that that's I wear right. a San Fran that's jersey right. sometimes. So there you go. Okay. So sorry. Hockey, Ottawa Senators, all the way, all the time. Except this year. Uh, but I still root. For yeah, them. I know. I'm I won't root for another team. We are team. fucking trash. Basketball Raptors. Um, but hold on, this is a good. This is a question I like to ask people. Before there were the Raptors, who was your basketball team? Before there were the Raptors, who was because obviously they've been around team. twenty years now, yeah. and now that they've won a championship, like I've been rooting for the Raptors since they came along because that's Canada's fucking. Team. I just don't think I even watched as really? much basketball back then. All right, yeah. fair enough. Keep going then. What other teams are you going to name? Uh, what other sports are there? You're a Spurs fan. A spur. Oh yeah, the in uh, Tottenham. Yeah. Tottenham Hotspur. But you bought the wrong jersey. <laughs> yeah, I bought the wrong jersey. So he's not that big a fan. No, no, I'm not a huge soccer fan. And um, is that it? Cricket? I don't know any cricket teams. Rugby, I like the All Blacks. Seems like a cop out, but yeah, I know some people are the listening. Only team I, I know, know there's a lot of, I know there's actually a lot of listeners. They lost. Like, Fucking right. It's, it's this weekend, I think, or it might have already happened. Fuck. Well, didn't they lose to England? Yeah, the finals, though. Yeah. It was Wales and England. Oh, Imagine crazy. that. Kamar, who are your teams? The Lions. Um, well, <laughs> when I was a young, 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 I liked uh, the Giants, and then what, what? Barry Sanders started playing, and then I became a Lions fan. I uh, like the Sens. Sorry, can I just interrupt for one second? Simon Always. Just, Simon just Always. came himself. Um, Barry Sanders is coming to Ottawa, and he's speaking at the JCC. The fuck is the JCC? The Jewish Community Center. And so you can get his tickets. Well, I can't, but I'm somebody offered me Why tickets. I didn't want to go. Christ, did he just get caught the fuck up there? Did he just get I had tickets, but, yeah, no, and but I didn't I don't take know where them. you No, but get point tickets. point is, isn't that the weirdest thing you've ever heard? It'd be the Definitely coolest odd. thing to go to. Anyway, he's I, amazing. You know his story. I've told it to you I, too I, many times. I know his story. All right, Lexar do sorry, his sorry, so sorry. the Lions. Lions. Um Sands. I don't, I don't know, set. I said the Sens, the Sens, Ottawa Senators, but before them, it was Chicago Blackhawks. Okay, and, original six. Um, I don't really care about basketball. Oof. You don't like the Raptors? When I was a kid, it was just Chicago. The Bulls were just That's the, why the I asked biggest Simon. thing yeah. in the universe. No, it's true. I was, and it was like you can like them, but you look like a fucking yeah. like. What are you supposed to do? So I chose the Heat. Weird. And then I lost total touch of basketball. I mean, so as a Canadian, I could cheer for the Raptors, but I really don't care about basketball. And baseball was the Expos, so they sort of won with the Nationals. I don't know. Fuck out of here. They won with the Nationals. Fucking bullshit. Oh, uh, baseball. That was what yeah, I forgot, which Jays. is the Blue Jays. Yeah. But the one, Jays, thing, Jays, yeah. the one thing about me is I, as a kid, I would never root for the big team like the Yankees or the Bulls. I, that was I, the thing? I didn't like that. That was the thing? Yeah, I mean, for me as a kid, I was a huge Bulls fan, but I was that was just because I was a Michael Jordan fanatic. Like I loved basketball we as a kid. All I collected a crazy amount of ba- Space basketball Jam. cards. I didn't even like Space Jam. Really? I just fucking loved Michael Jordan. At any point, you never liked Space Jam. 
No, I don't think I did. I wasn't one of them. I don't know. The new one's going to be insane. It came out when we were kids, though. So he wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, it came, Space Jam was like the perfect time for me, I think. Yeah, I watched it with my brothers and sisters. But I, I got it. It was just at the time the technology. Oh, I remember watching. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was. It was. It seemed cutting edge. Either way, Ra- looks horrible. Now. Raptors go, go for ahead, basketball man. for sure. Vikings all fucking day. We actually have a chance this year, man. If Kirk Cousins can keep it up, we have a chance. Um, what am I missing? Oh, the Raptors, obviously. I said that uh, the Blue Jays and the Sens, and then I follow a lot of European football, but I don't have like a team. But I definitely like the BPL. I pay attention to heavily i don't know if you guys saw it but uh liverpool quite pulled off quite a uh, stunner the other night last minute i meant to say i only like international soccer but i don't care who the side is i just love the matches and i'm looking forward to the euro 2020 oh i love international That's soccer but the british premier league is especially this year it's incredible the storylines are nuts people are Too winning when they should what about the cfl nobody mentioned who they red blacks the, the cfl is fucking trash I like the Rough Riders because I feel like I like the name, the Rough Riders. I don't care what city they're in. Like yeah, Saskatchewan. Ottawa liked it so much that we named our team the Rough Riders, even though there was already a team that's, called that's, the Rough and Riders. And I used to like the Ottawa Rough Riders. It's a good that's name for I'm a football saying. team. It's an amazing name for a football team. But what kind of football team has eight league, has eight teams? I just want to say, yeah, I was going to say to our American listeners, if you don't know, there was nine teams at the time. And two. And two of them, nine teams in the whole league. And two of them were named the Rough Riders. How can you take that league seriously? You can't. You well, can't. Do you know what, though? It's the oldest sporting league in North America. <laughs> Whatever, man. I'm just I'm just saying this. I just got to me. I just broke through the matrix. Um, there's eight teams and 30 million people in Canada. There's 300 million. So it's 10 times. So there'd be 80 football teams in the NFL if it's comparable. So that's how you get eight teams. That's wow. not how that works. It is. I mean, straight up. I, who knows who all watches football, but they would have 80 teams. They have 32. Either, you, don't just, you don't just multiply by 10 because there's 10 times as many people. Why not? Either way, in no league should be, no matter how many teams there are, 1,000, 2, 6, has to be 14, six, there shouldn't be two that have the same name. That doesn't oh, make any no. sense. The names, we're talking about two different things. Even then, Kamar, so you're, by your logic, you're saying, okay, if there's five cities in Canada with a million people, then since the U.S. has 10 times as many people, there should be 50 cities with a million people. But that's not how that works. And that's why there wouldn't be fucking 80 football teams. No, it's just teams per capita, not any specific place. Either one. This is ridiculous. Uh, Sean. I, I'm lost. Do yeah, the math, people. Do the math. Talking. The math. Jesus Christ. Sean says, you guys are into We Are Living in the Matrix with glitches and all sorts of crazy shit. I would just like to know what Mandela effect has happened to each of you. Oh, well, that's easy. The Berenstein Bears. I mean, I'm still convinced it's Steen. I don't give a fuck what it says on the books. 100%. Yeah. And Shazam with Sinbad. The Bears, Bernstein Bears. Where and, where he's the genie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in on that too, man. If you build it, they will come. I always thought it's if you build it, he will come. No, no. From uh, Field of Dreams. No, it's they. He was talking about the baseball players. No, it's he. he. They say. It's if, happening right now. In the movie, he says, oh, if you it's build the, it's it, he father. will come. It's yeah. his, his father. father it, is. it is. But I, I mean, I, I probably just heard what I wanted to hear No, there. but I when I heard it recently... 
I was like, they've doctored this. Mm-hmm. They've doctored <laughs> well, but this. No, but you know what I mean? Just convinced that that was the case. Like, There's no other way. Like In my head, it was they. Interesting. And I've seen evidence of the Bernstein Bears online of different covers. I don't know if they're Photoshopped. I'm but. sure they're forged. They're uh, whatever at this point, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyways, what uh, what do you think about this though? That for the whole Mandela effect, that Nelson Mandela, when people think he died, mm-hmm. you know that whole thing. Well, that's where it comes from. Yeah, right. He didn't actually die. He found a wormhole. He went back in time. Did a bunch of shit. Or back in time? No, maybe he went forward in time. Yeah, forward in time becomes no he goes back in time no none of this works oh my god all right none of this works i was gonna say that maybe somehow he's obama okay we're moving on to the reddit ai all right so this is from uh cavalry jesus he wants to know our celebrity man crush i mean joe rogan obviously (laughs) i have one well let's hear it (coughs) I have one too, actually. I've, I've mentioned it before on this show. It's Graham um, Hancock, Timothy Oliphant. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I have no qualms about that. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. He's the coolest man. Mine's fair, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. I'm sorry. I wish I spoke faster. <laughs> You're on board. Well, yeah, he is. Yeah, that's it. Well, it's nice that you guys share that. He does do enough uh, interviews. Crush. He just does a couple of the uh, panels. Timothy Oliphant was so funny on The Office too. Yeah, I love his character as the salesman. Yeah, the great salesman there. WC three eight two nine five four. Isn't that the person that made the Reddit? I think it is the person that made the Reddit. (laughs) It's the bot. Have you ever tried psychedelics? Thoughts, experiences. Well, we know Kamara's definitely fucking done done them all. I've done all the uh, psychedelics. You've done salvia? No, I haven't done salvia. Whatever, he's done acid, DMT, I did a lot of acid when I was younger. Mushrooms, acid. We've Uh, all done mushrooms. I've done a hero's dose of mushrooms, but I've never really had like like visuals. You did five grams of mushrooms. I did seven grams of mushrooms. What about the back of your eyelids? And you didn't have visuals. No, I just threw up everywhere. Wow. Were you drinking? No, I didn't drink wow. at the time. We did it at my cottage, That's which like is a, a perfect setting. I've done much less than that. I've done half of that in a tea and had the craziest fucking... Empty stomach? Actually, it might have been more than that because it was in a tea. Who knows, right? It, it could end ended up being... But no, had the craziest, most fucked up trip ever, you know? But were you, were you, did you drink the tea on an empty stomach? Probably. The, I don't remember. That's fair. But the biggest thing about for mushrooms is if you take them, you should be on an empty stomach. Like, like they're, they're sort of whatever. They gurgle, gargle in your stomach, whatever they do. And you don't want to eat once you're on mushrooms. Oh, well, I never. I can't even drink you when I'm on eat, mushrooms. Well, you should try to drink water. Anyone out there? No, but I, I can't yeah, is yeah. what I'm saying. The, the sensation of swallowing when I'm on mushrooms, like liquid down my throat is fucking bonkers to me. But it's akin to like uh, in uh, A Christmas Carol, you know, when he thinks uh, the his Jonathan O'Leary is a figment of his imagination because some bad mustard he ate. 
You know that in the Christmas Carol? What, no. What Christmas Carol? When Jacob Marley comes back to... Yeah, but what version are you talking any about? Any of them. Well, they don't all involve mustard. Well, That's always- crazy. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever heard that. So I'm looking for the specific movie where the mustard is mentioned. He says something like a bad piece of pork, some mustard, something to okay, turn the stomach. I mean, I'm sure. Anyways. That impersonation was also bang on. If you want to... Do- <laughs> bad piece of pork, mustard. <laughs> if you want to do something, if you want to do something like mustard, you should do not empty stomach. Thank you, Kamar. <laughs> I will say this. Every time I've done mushrooms, um, I know that you have to wait the appropriate 45 minutes an hour, but I will say this to anyone listening. If you do mushrooms, wait 45 minutes and then smoke a personal joint. It's like an on switch, like an immediate. I find that it like right away, as soon as you put the joint out, you're just like, oh, and now I'm in this room. And it feels really good. Yeah. Well, it depends. If you're having a great trip, that, that's the thing. For setting, me, setting. For me, every time I did mushrooms and it was great, it just involved like four hours of face hurting laughter, followed by like four hours of wanting to kill myself. <laughs> but with a small group of people you trusted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I've never but even the times I even the times it sucked, I was with a small group of people I trusted. So yeah, I, I would I would just say don't be around a lot of people. No, that's the worst way to do mushrooms. You know what's the coolest part about mushrooms is that Every trip is so fucking different because I'm sure it's like the mushrooms are always different. You know what I mean? You're always getting different mushrooms from a different dude and like growing in different feces, doing different shit. And that's just been the way for me is like, you know, I've had tons of trips where they're just fun and whatever. And but the ones that are the most enlightening are some crazy like I got these hydroponically grown mushrooms this one time. And you want to be by yourself, which almost? was the big deal back then. Well, it, I ended up uh, with people like I was with people to start, but I had to get on my own. Like I could not. And I was in the city. This is the most fucked up story. Okay. So short, short version. I end up, uh, we go to buy the mushrooms from these, uh, like we're in grade nine or 10 and we're buying it from grade 13 guys. And we go to his house to buy it. One of the dudes I'm with knows the guy. Um, so we buy the mushrooms, we eat them there and they start fucking with us. Like, so 40 minutes later, they start like talking to each other, but not saying things or maybe they were, and I was just so fucked up, but either way, I thought everybody was conspiring against me there. So I had to bounce and I just said to who the guys I was with, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm the guy who's not here anymore. And I left and I went home and I'm walking down the canal um, up in behind uh, Expressway. You remember where Expressway used to be across from uh, Glebe High School? It was that um, place that had a pool table. And, oh, yeah. Uh, they yeah. great chicken figures. Yeah, yeah. We used to hang out oh, there all the time. Tony and uh, whatever the other guy's <laughs> name was. Anyways, so I come up behind there and it's like, um, Holy fuck. I don't know, maybe 830 or something. And at night, but it's, it's still a bright. It's still light outside, and there's this giant group of people in the parking lot behind Expressway, and I like you know cautiously come up to see what's going on, and they're fucking um. What's the thing where you dress up to fight? Cosplay. LARP. They're LARPing. they're larping, but like a Fight Club type larping. Dude, it was so fucked up. You know what I mean? Like they were all dressed up like fucking Vikings and shit. It's end of days. I thought I was losing my mind. Mm-hmm. Anyways, after that, I just fucking beelined home and spent the rest of the time in the basement. 
<coughs> you just reminded me. Metcalf and I used to eat mushrooms and go watch Jackie Chan triple bills at the Mayfair. But we would we wouldn't talk to each other. We would just put our headphones in and listen to rap, rap music. music. And Weird. dude, I found that honestly, maybe it was obviously the mushrooms. The music almost always synced up with the fight scenes. It had to be the mushrooms, of course. Well, rap's good like that anyways for syncing up with fight scenes. It's, well, kung you know, fu especially, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you're listening to some Wu-Tang, that shit is just perfect for yeah lots of cuts <laughs> lots of cuts yes yeah, exactly it, yeah it's perfect it, that goes through music uh cinema everything like it's very interesting all right uh cmo 1989 wants to know who's your favorite guest but we kind of well i guess that's a different question who is your favorite guest because you could have like an you know you could have your all-time favorite podcast but then you could say who is your all-time for you it's hancock obviously yep so, simon's shaking aggressively agreed hancock <laughs> come on I'm surprised neither of you said Eddie Bravo because he always seems to bring that. I I, I, I want to say Eddie Bravo now because he said that. Yeah, Eddie's one of my faves. He, he's a, a really great. Uh, well, he's just fod- he's fodder for the fire. Yeah, but <laughs> unless they are all a controlled opposition, he's genuinely like that. You know what I mean? It isn't a. I don't think a big out act. of anybody. I don't think Eddie is controlled opposition. Of course, of course, of course. So who'd you answer? It's Eddie then. I have no favorites. I, I love it all. I don't say Bill Burr mm-hmm. or Joey. Joey Diaz, yeah. That's I a- mean, Joey, like it's just you. You know what you're getting every time, and it's always a good time. It's more like if you go back to the time before you heard Led Zeppelin, go back to the time before you knew who these guys were. Like the first time Joey says, that place, you go there, you give uh, a bitch $200, she'll let you kill her. <laughs> like just start telling the crazy stories. Didn't have didn't have a podcast. So if you didn't hear from him, there was no way to know anything about him for six, seven months. You know what I mean? And it, it was just a different time. Blue Jesus, suck my fucking balls. And now all these people have podcasts and it's, it's just different. Who do you think is the most honest guest on uh, Joe Rogan? I would have to say Doug Stanhope. When you think about the things that he's talked about on the show, I think he's got to be the guy. I mean, he's just the most open. I mean, Joey Diaz too, but then you got to wonder like how much is exaggerated. But Doug Stanhope isn't exaggerating his stories, you know, especially the ones that are self-deprecating about himself. They're yeah, Aubrey, Aubrey Marcus, because I think that's just a. relationship of he did the podcast he met him we got into this and then we have on it so it, do you actually see them meeting on the podcast of, co- of course aubrey's the first one to go on and talk about ayahuasca yeah right i think doug stanhope now that you mentioned has to be one of my favorite yeah. guests yeah he's, he's always a great time on there but that hasn't been on in forever either that one episode though where he's on where his wife is dying or whatever you know that whole thing bingo yeah, but she had an affair on him. You know, do you remember that whole his podcast or Rogan's podcast? No, he, his podcast was yeah. harsh. But no, when he was on Rogan after that, and he's telling the story on there, just the whole that was a tough one to listen to, man. He's definitely honest. He because that was the one where he w- showed up for the end of the world podcast. Remember? Like, yeah, and he was all, all bummed out. Yeah. yeah, he tells and that Joe had to put it all together. For he him. tells that whole story the last time he was yeah. on Rogan. 
Uh, this question is pretty much all for Simon. This is Simon's favorite question of all time. Oh, my God. Uh, I believe it's from Jackie Eager, if I'm saying that right, on Reddit. All right, Jackie, here we go. Do you think Epstein is a shape-shifting alien who is also <laughs> Bigfoot? That is my favorite question of all time. And yeah. I don't think I could have wrapped that up better myself, you know? Like, yeah, Epstein is a shape-shifting... What was it? Is Epstein a shape-shifting alien who is also Bigfoot? Yeah. I, I like that. Like, don't just go for the one. Just it, go for broke. It really know? isn't a nice little package yeah. the, with a bow on top. Well, the shape-shifting alien, that probably makes a lot of sense, you know? And Ties then, up a lot of and ends. And then the Epstein, or the uh, Bigfoot, that's that's just terrific. That's oh, this, terrific. this question's great because it's going to have a lot of, uh, there's going to be some arguing here. This is from Erothoniel. There's no way I said that right, but who gives a fuck? You know who you are. Whose idea originally was it to create the podcast? And have you upgraded any equipment since you started? I know you got the whiteboard. <laughs> what a great little jab. No, we haven't upgraded shit. Um, I'll answer that part first. We haven't upgraded anything. What are you pointing at? The camera. That's not an upgrade. That's my shitty piece of shit old camera. The, the podcast didn't pay for it. I feel like it's way more professional about being here. Just it's sitting there dead, not working. Lie to me. Um, we haven't upgraded anything. The money that is in the Patreon, we can't get off because we haven't figured out the tax shit, the U.S. tax stuff. So it's just sitting there stagnant. Um, we haven't seen any ad revenue yet, and uh, that's it. So there's no there's no upgrading to be done. Um, all the money that we've put into the podcast, we put in, in the first week, and that's pretty much it. Well, I guess we the logo and the theme song that's coming. Memory card here. Memory there. card, yeah. I mean, we you know we've put in like a couple hundred bucks after the fact, but that's really it. We haven't upgraded shit. Whose idea originally was it to create the podcast? I guess I'll give my answer. We can each give our own answers. Um, Simon and I had been floating the idea together. I've mentioned this a few times in the podcast. Simon would come over, and we would argue about things that Joe brought up. We'd argue about a lot of stuff. It really for Simon and I. I think that. The ironic thing was that we really started this podcast the first day that weed was legalized in Canada, but we didn't air any of those. That was technically it. It was October 17th. That is correct. That was when we went and bought all the gear and sat down the first day. Um, And it all came from Simon and I arguing about illegal dispensaries in Ottawa. Like, and I mean arguing. There was one day where Simon left here and I wasn't sure if he was ever going to speak to me again or ever come back. I mean, it was like he he got up and left. There wasn't a goodbye. He stormed out. And then from there, the real catalyst was we hadn't seen, we hadn't really hung out with Kamar in quite some time. I talked to Keith. I said that that night. Yeah, I had, I had, for a while, I had had like a few guys over for the UFCs. I had started having some guys over for the UFCs. And then obviously for Connor and Khabib, that was like the biggest fight ever. So I, you know, was having the boys over and Kamar randomly called Simon and uh, was like Floyd watching the fights. I like to come over. So Kamar came over. We had a gay old time. Great night. And then at the end, our friend Jarrah, shout out to Jarrah. Um, <coughs> well, no, Kamar was like, why don't we do this? This is it. This is a podcast. Us right here doing this, shooting the shit. And then Jarrah said, what would you guys call it? Oh, no. And then Kamar was like, we could just talk about Joe Rogan. And Jarrah said, what would you guys call it? And I said, we would just call it the Joe Rogan experience experience. We all laughed, and then... Uh, well, once you said the name, in my head, I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Because I love any 
joke like that. Like, that's totally my humor. Yeah, yeah. And then Kamar and I went out to eat with a friend of ours from Vancouver. Shout out, Jesse. And we sat there the whole time, like, giving him a lesson on Joe Rogan. Well, we he had no idea what we were talking about. And as we, we were, were doing that, arguing. it was like we were doing it. You know what I mean? And then Kamar was just like, after let's, after this that, is the podcast because master, master because host, Jesse told Kamar that it would be such a good idea, so that got into Kamar's head, and then he was you know wouldn't leave us alone about going to Long and McQuaid. Well, I mean, again, I had been floating the idea like I since June. Yeah, I I had had like inklings of doing this i just i needed someone else who was motivated i think that's the big thing in life a good lesson to be learned from this podcast is that it's like comedy like you know i only have you and unless i surround myself with more comedians i'm probably not going to get out there much but i had to drag you guys to long mcquaid and we were behind the mics you guys were like oh i don't know about this like, hold on uh, to say you dragged us there is simon accurate? drove we all went willingly, and we all we you, spent a thousand dollars. But you guys remember your feeling when I was like, "We got to get this one. We got to get that one." You guys were like, "I don't know." No, no, hold on. I remember being in there. I remember being in there and thinking, "Oh my god, I can't believe I'm spending this. We're not going to make it past four episodes." I'll say this: I spent pretty much all my money that day, like that all the money to my name. I did not have the money I spent. There you go, um, and. So come on, in our defense, like the Zoom, for example, you were like, we can get by on the cheaper one. And I was like, fuck that. Let's buy this one. It'll make more sense down the road if we continue doing it. We and we all agreed on the cheaper one. No, we never could have. It was only two ports. Yeah. Was so, an option. So there you go. That was. Uh, that's the answer to that, I guess. Really, it was it was it was really a. a all of us. I pretty. Guess. It was pretty organic, just the way this whole thing has gone. Absolutely. It it's a piece of the simulation that plays itself out, and it continues to grow and spread. Well, hence the simulation. I mean, most people that email us saying they enjoy the show say it's like the guy that had one of the questions. It's just like me and my friends sitting around. Well, that's because that's what it is. It's just three friends sitting around. We just bought mics. Yeah. No. Exactly. And we do it once a week. And I said that last week. Like, I legitimately look forward to coming and talking about Joe Rogan. So I think if I didn't actually want to do it, you, do you know what I mean? You would feel that. I, I mean, at the uh, same time, though, I'm not going to lie. I enjoy doing this where, like, we could do this about sports. We could do this about The Walking Dead. Not that I watched that show. No, but you know what I mean? Like, Sorry, I just meant about talking. It just happens <laughs> yeah. to be that a lot of the things I talk about are things I hear on Joe Rogan. So. But that's also part of getting old. It's t You know, once you, once you get older, it's tough to fucking... Um, stay in touch with friends like I have a lot of friends that are our age that are like whoa you still meet up with your friends once a week and I'm like once a week what the fuck I think what's really important is that we had not spoken to each other for whatever a period of time and then I hadn't spoken to you in like five years that's a period of time isn't it yeah like I, a long, I, I, I meant like a long period inaccurate? no no we, I was saying we like, always speak to each other though but I just see at the wine bar or whatever like it got it got you were far between. No fault of timing. Like it's nothing personal. And then, or I blame it on other things. But okay, we'll get to that after. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, not talk with people you know, anyways. Like, hey, what's up? And then finding out this common bond of Joe Rogan. Like, oh, you listen as much as I do too. Was really the spark. Like, yeah, it's, no, for sure. Joe started. Like, and it, 
I've been walking the streets, wanting to talk to anybody. I would call up Brett sometimes, and he'd be like, oh, "No, I know, I haven't listened to the episode." Like, it it was an issue for me, man. It had to be yeah, done. No, for sure. Listen, how many times did I come over here, Matt, and was like ranting and raving about something I heard on Joe Rogan? Well, the toughest thing for me was that I've been listening for years, so Simon would come and be like. Dude, did you hear episode what? And I'd be like, when the fuck? 672? Yeah, I'd, like, I'd be like, when was that? And he'd be like, oh, like, I don't know, 2014. And I'd be like, I think so. I, and then he'd have all these points. And I'd, I just like, I was like, I, I was so at a disadvantage because he was fresh in his it, mind. That made it perfect. That yeah, was for him, it was perfect great. For yeah. my, my plans. Um, but yeah, that was that was tough for me because I was like, fuck, I listened to this ages ago. So it's good now to be on on an even playing field. Have you where seen it's, this? Yeah, I handed it oh, to okay, you. Perfect. Give it to Kamar. Oh, it's it's it scratching an itch. You know, which I didn't know I had. Like, I, and you don't want to berate uh, loved ones, family members with fucking fact of the day that you learn sometimes. And for the seventeen listeners, it's obviously scratching an itch. You know what I there mean? There you go. So, so, I'll say this: I like to the whole a podcast about a podcast thing. I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know, there's podcasts about books. There's podcasts about TV shows. Like, what we do is actually no different than what a million other people do. And the whole thing was just back to the the origin of the podcast, because I remember when we said the Joe Rogan experience experience right away, I was like, it's like the talking dead, which yeah. was a huge thing. You know there what you I go. mean? People like talking about the shit they like. There you go. That's it. And I always find, I mean, I get it. Like, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. You're probably not that big a Joe Rogan fan anyway. How the ha, fuck no, could you be listening right now if you're still like writing, fuck these guys? <laughs> that would be amazing. Fuck these if guys. If you hate us and you're still listening, yeah, like all you. the power we to listen, God. They're no, talking to me. No, fuck you're, you all listening at a time. You're my favorite. You're my favorite. Yeah. You know? The people that hate us are my favorite. Yeah. Sure. No, deep. no. They're I, deep, but I don't they're not like on the Patreon. I don't at all, but I'm saying if you still stick around, just the same way I listen to the fighter and the kid. Like, they should love me as a fan because it's pure hate. <laughs> it's pure hate. But I listen every now and again, you know? Gotcha. Um, okay, I guess that was the end of that question. No, it's also, like, just as a sidebar, too, like, someone came over the other day, and my YouTube just, like I said, it's on autoplay, right? So it just yeah. keeps playing videos. So I guess we walk downstairs, and he's like, you're watching guys play video games? And I was like, well, it's on autoplay, but I was like, I do occasionally watch people play video games. And he was like, watching grown men play video games. And I was thinking about it, I was like, well, I mean, do you, you watch sports? It's watching grown men play doing something. Like, there's absolutely no difference in my mind. I mean, I, I, you're talking to the wrong guy because I don't understand that. My son does it all the time. Shout out to my son. Shout out, son. But think about Sh- it. Shout out to my wife. Shout um, out, wife. You watch, profe- like, you won't watch, you wouldn't go to a AAA hockey game. Most likely, right? Live? Definitely not. See? But... I might be able to get you to go to a Sens game if they let you go out in between periods and, and smoke, smoke, right? For sure. And the reason is, is because they're you're watching the pinnacle. You're watching the best of the best perform, and, right? And they're performing. They are doing a physical act. Okay, but I mean, again, you could you could argue that what they're doing, like the physical act thing to me is weird. Why? Well, because why does that get you off? <laughs> well, it doesn't get me off. Well, it doesn't. Se, no, but, but it does because you're like, because you're like, well, they're doing a physical activity. Like, I don't. Okay. Well, because they're out there and I'm watching them do something in three dimensions. I'm there. It's live. Where uh, I know what's happening. That guy who's playing that video game. He, I don't even know if he's doing that. I don't know if he's uh uh like it's it's anonymous. It's I don't know. It's weird. 
And I just don't like. I love you, Simon. You're my favorite. It's so everything looks the same in those video games. So you're just watching the same thing over and over. Like I showed up here the other day and you were still asleep on the couch Mm -hmm. and I watched the, it was just playing on the thing and it was just this guy. And it, I watched for like 10 minutes and I was like, this is so moronic. Gotcha. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well, but it was so moronic. Like I don't get it. And the fact that my son devotes so much time to watching other people play video games is it like, it hurts my brain. And I'll ban him from playing video games, and that and then he'll go and watch people play video. Like it's too much, you know. The world is fucking topsy turvy. All right, Project Liquid says, "Have you guys thought about not using Joe's name in the title of the show? Just call it the Triple X Experience Experience, because at some point you may want to have your own brand. I don't know. Uh, no, we haven't thought about that. Never thought about that. I got to be honest, we probably wouldn't have a tenth of the listeners we do if it hadn't been for the name. Why the Triple X?" experience experience he likes uh vin diesel i will say this the name we gave you the origin there was no there was no real thought to it i blurted it out we all got a a laugh it was and it was a joke and we thought it was funny however once we uploaded it i realized pretty quickly that joe wasn't on spotify that was the big break and that really you know everything changed listen i can't sit here and tell you we're not doing well because of the name because people find us thinking it's joe well no, we're not but, doing well so well, i mean we're I mean, doing no we listeners on. like we're that. doing a hundred times better than i ever thought we would be doing i thought at this point a year <laughs> in i thought we'd be talking to maybe maybe so that's who the hater people. is the haters is guys like i fucking hate these guys but i love the name look it doesn't take <laughs> look if you granted and that was a total accident we had no idea that joe wasn't was like you know what i mean that that yeah, never crossed our mind perfect accidental market perfect timing because they just started in podcast but too. It was listen a it only move. takes you three seconds to realize it's not joe rogan you know what i'm saying like i mean it doesn't listen, take you long especially the first one you also know simon we get a ton of emails for Joe. Yeah, yeah. No, no. That, so I it's mean, not that's that just obvious, people. though. No, no. But I'm saying you start listening. It's it. What? It takes you more than five minutes to realize you're not listening to Joe Rogan. First of all, when you hear my voice at the very beginning with my little spiel, you should know right away it's not Joe Rogan. This is what I'm saying. So the fact that people keep listening, I just think is amazing. You know, fantastic. Thank you for Thank listening. Thank you so much. Because yeah. like it's it's amazing. And, and don't feel like we're trying to trick you. That wasn't our intention. Oh yeah, no, we've only gotten a few emails of people being like, "This is deceptive." You're, and the other thing too is, I realized early on, I was like, I don't think Joe will ever come after us because I don't think he, I don't think we're on his radar. I don't think he gives a fuck. Are these deceptive if we? Like rape children or so. Like what? Have, what have we done yet? Like, I hope well, that he would think it was funny. I also want to as say, as a comedian, if anything, we're doing it as an add-on to his podcast for fun. And the other thing is, we add links to all his shit. He did it for the from the Jimi Hendrix experience. It's just another. Uh, oh yeah, that's right, Kamar. Remember, Kamar and I decided if he ever got his lawyers to call us, we'd call Jimi Hendrix's lawyers state, and get, and get them on Joe. Let's slow uh, down. Here. I would hope. <laughs> like I would. Hope. Yeah, like that. <laughs> Everyone's got the guns. <laughs> Let's just let the podcast <laughs> ride. I would hope, if nothing else, he would think of it as a compliment. You know what I mean? I don't see Joe. Well, a I think someone asked. The question might be coming up. Nor do I think he. Someone asked knows. if he's if we're on his radar. I would have to say absolutely not. I, I don't think he knows who the fuck we are. There's, I think we should make a decision if we would like to make a concerted effort to reach out to him and just say what up or just 
I would never do that. No, I would. There it is. I would this only want it to happen if it's, it, again, I don't think it's ever going to happen, but it would have to organically just come to us. Like it is cease and desist. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. No, if we were getting, listen, if we were, if we ever got like, uh, I don't know, if we were getting like 50 or 100,000 downloads an episode, um, that to me would be insane. That'd be insane. And that to me would be like, maybe we'd be on his radar. I probably would be well. But, but the whole thing about that is I don't think you get that unless you get mentioned on Joe Rogan. So I think it works the other way around, you know? That's my biggest fear, to be completely honest with you. That you get mentioned on Joe Rogan? Yes. Why? Because you think it'll be something bad? Yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> Well, we'll get way more hate than any oh love we my possibly, God. possibly got. Simon, this the, is the, the thing. The onslaught of this people is, yeah. who would come and say, what is this dumpster <laughs> fire? Yeah. Who are these losers? Yeah. I think I just got AIDS yeah. through my ears. Yeah. What's happening? What's yeah, happening? No, I, I, like, I don't think you've thought it through because I, we want to come and I are on the same a page. Nice little community. Kamar and I are on the same page. Ten thousand, fifty thousand. What you have to do is build up enough people to defend you before you can have seven million fucking angry uh, people come at Kamar, you. Kamar, that might be the funniest thing you've ever said. I I'm just, just glad he I was just on this. got AIDS through my ears. <laughs> You were with me an hour ago. Oh Dude. no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, that is also my biggest fear. That's my fear because you need to build an army of people to defend you. Well, no, from it, the masses that will come after you. It's the thing too. Is like it's it's too much too quick for the psyche. You know what I mean? Like your fucking Instagram mentions would be just through the roof for no reason. You'd have to shut everything down. We'd like to bl- blow up through a gamer. Some gamer Someone thinks like it's funny Hold on. that we're these old men. A total backdoor, but and all of a sudden they're just sure. like these old losers who talk about Joe Rogan. But again, <laughs> and they they listen to us after their losers. battles. <laughs> these old losers. <laughs> well, if they're sixteen, well, no, or yeah, yeah, I'm it's with you. funny though because I look at myself as a young man, but we're fucking old losers. Thank you. No, hundred percent. Well, there's that whole thing. I don't know if you guys have this, but when you look in the mirror. You have a mental picture of yourself, a snapshot you've taken of yourself from whatever time. Well, they say that in the Matrix. That's oh, the thing. Is, yeah, you're, you're okay. the, it's a self-projected... Well, I'm not claiming it's my theory. No, I'm just... just that's where they from got the it Matrix. from, I'm saying. But yeah, that's but the that, idea. That is the truth, right? Like, uh, And I think my mental snapshot is like 30. That was when I just kind of, you know, I, I felt the best about myself, whatever. And I feel like when we do this podcast, I'm doing it as a 30-year-old. Because that's my Wouldn't mentality. That nice? Wouldn't that be nice? But no, we're, we're what did Kumar call us? Old losers. Old yeah. losers, yes. Thank you for listening. Zadie. <laughs> All the One time. of my friends calls me Zadie. But you guys asked, we had the t- discussion a couple weeks ago about when was the best days of your life. And I was like, it was, it was that 30, like where you imagine yourself. I think our eyes might even have filters. So you keep seeing what you want to see, but if you see yourself a video, you don't look the same as the person you see in a mirror. If my eyes have filters, I'm calling fucking. I need support down here, big time. You like, need to upgrade. Yeah, something's software. going wrong with the program. Uh, Simon, you might like this one. Uh, this is from Fist- Fisted Mother. Oh, hello. Whoa, come <laughs> on, that's right up your alley. Uh, Alex Jones, Eddie Bravo, Bob Lazar, kill Mary fuck. <laughs> Wow. I'll go first. All right. Yeah. Um, you fuck Alex Jones. 
obviously, because he seems like he'd be a goddamn wildcat. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Okay, go on. Uh, you marry Eddie Bravo. Well, I have no reasoning for it. <laughs> There's no... I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wow, a life with Eddie would be and insane. And then you just kill Bob Lazar because that's what you got to do? Yeah. Pimps aren't great people. All right. My turn? <laughs> yeah, your turn. Sure. Okay. Well, I think you fuck Bob Lazar, and I'll tell you why. Because... Um, you think he'd be Al- a gentle lover? Well, Alex Jones would fuck you up, and Eddie Bravo is like why a do you killer. Assume, why do you assume I'm catching? I don't understand this. If I'm asking the question, I'm obviously pitching, okay? You're definitely catching. You and Alex Jones? In my world, I'm catching. There's no fucking... If I'm fucking... This is insane. Why, whoever Let asks him the answer the question. <laughs> Ivy hasn't got oh, to me yet. Wait. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. And then, uh, so that was fuck. Fuck Bob Lazar. Marry... Uh, uh, you marry Alex Jones. Alex Jones, a hundred percent. But I don't like that. I don't like killing Eddie Bravo. Okay, you know, you know what, Matt? We're killing Bob Lazar. We're fucking Eddie Bravo, and we're marrying Alex Jones. So you're almost with me, yeah, then, Kamar. We're marrying Alex Jones. Yeah, he's got a lot of money, a lot of land. You will be taken care of. He's hilarious. You will be taken care of. I'm fucking Bob Lazar. Uh, that's my in with all the ladies of the evening. <laughs> <laughs> that underground escort circuit. And I'm killing um, Eddie, not because I dislike him, but to, like you killed Eddie. Bravo, man. He's a killer of jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like, you must be for the respect. Listen though, if you He'd kill, probably kill me in the act. if you kill Eddie Bravo, he goes down as a martyr in his world, which is perfect. And I goes the, the government. The gover- so so does Bob Lazar. Government got him. All right, and I would the never last kill one. <laughs> Who the fuck was this from? Where's my? What's going on here? Did it cut the name off? It did cut the name off. Ah, whatever. I think this was from Vince TB. I think. Who said he got it? He was the last one to get his oh, question. Oh, yes. On Patreon. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes, on Patreon? No, no, no. no, no, no on the Reddit. Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 uh, yes. What's each of you guys' favorite memory of each other? I'm answering this one first. Which each, what's each of you guys' favorite memory of each other? As in, i.e. Kamar's favorite memory involving each of both of you or one of the other, whatever. Um, you guys let through that there's some history between three of you. Therefore, if you guys are willing to share something personal, I'd like to know some of your shenanigans. Happy one year, guys. Been actively listening since about June. My favorite memory of Kumar is easy. Um, Ottawa has the, I believe it's the third largest outdoor festival in the world. It's called Blues Fest for no other reason than I think 30 years ago, it was actually all blues. And then through corporate means, they kept the name, but it's just a big... It has nothing to do with blues. Let me just say that. There's like... Like, Pauly D's been there. Snoop Dogg, Bust Rhymes. Everyone and their mother has played Blues Fest. It's a two-week festival. Anyway. <coughs> we all went one year for a Girl Talk show. Girl Talk was playing during the day. I don't remember who was playing that night. Girl Talk was playing at, like, dusk. But it was a big fucking show. There was a ton of people. You were high eight on, years ago. You were high on something. Mushrooms. Everything. I had mushrooms, Everything. Coke. No, 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 he was no. high on. Kamar, we were doing so many drugs. MDMA. 
probably. No, Oxy. we were doing oh, yes. so many yep. drugs. Yeah, yes, I was, was going to say, was I allowed to say that? A, or? a ton of drugs. Okay, but yeah. everything. Coke, it, like just so many different narcotics. Yeah, and I was still drinking at the time, and I had a great buzz on. So I show up to meet these guys. They're all fucked. Our friend Britt is there filming. Isn't wasn't he filming and shit? Yeah, he he had the the triple bogey camera. This was triple bogey time, wasn't oh, it? Oh fuck, triple bogey! I totally forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, this was around the time you guys had a golf. Yes, yeah. Clothing I was wearing together. the rogue status. Collab. That's it. Yes, I believe I was Church. too. That so, just came out. It was black and uh, green. So, yeah, the uh, go to bed. No, 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 no. no, no, it's, no, no, no I, I'll show you the shirt. That's I have our it greatest piece. No, but of that work. was a sweatshirt too. Yes, there was there was one, but yeah. it, there was a limited release. Anyway, sorry. Fuck, who cares about your limited release bullshit shirt? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. So I show up. I meet up with these guys. I am immediately, I'm like, this is great. Kamar is just a fucking show and a half. Now, if you don't know who Girl Talk is, he's like a mashup DJ. Doesn't really do much on stage other than have a bunch of crazy props that he throws out. So like all DJs. No, but he's like extra. Like his shit is insane. Like he had a couple of, uh, what did he have? What the, oh, he had like a leaf blowers with toilet paper rolls on the end mm. and just like endlessly shooting toilet paper into the crowd. But at one point, he brought out what I could only describe as like 50 bed sheets sewed together and then inflated. I think it was a uh, parachute. Sure, but it was that kind of material. Sure, so like a nylon and then it had poorly spray painted on a girl talk. So it was a giant white blown up parachute. And I mean fucking gigantic and we're we had to be 250 feet back from the stage because everyone's high as fuck so we weren't in that like get in the mosh pit kind of mood but our buddy brett looks right at kamar and he goes kamar i want that balloon and i i shit you not i just see because kamar's a big dude all i see is kamar just he doesn't say anything to anyone he just starts beelining it through the crowd and as you lose sight of kamar you can just kind of see the crowd parting around where you know Kamar to be. And then eventually all I see is Kamar's giant palm out of the crowd, reach up, grab the bottom of a balloon. And then it's just like in, <laughs> in the shark documentaries of the movies where like a buoy is attached to the shark. You couldn't see Kamar. You just saw this hand dragging this 50 foot inflatable balloon back towards us. And then this is all I could hear was, I got it. I got it. I just started getting louder and louder. I fucking got it. Till he, and then once he got up to us, Brett was like, awesome. And that's it. He just stood there with the balloon for a second, super amped, and then just let it go. Dude, Catch and release. Dude, when, Catch and release. when he broke through the crowd. That on, was it. To, no, and, but on his way back, I think that's when my mushroom trip peaked. And I can honestly. I, it was like Moses parting the Red Seas. It I was can, crazy. I've ne- I don't think oh. I've. I don't think I've ever left. I was on, like, I was in the mud on my hands and knees. Not not mud, but oh, like. Oh, no, I, I was like dying laughing. Dirt. I couldn't believe it. And then our other friend who was like, got up on the thing and I just saw him up there dancing. I'm like, I was like, what is going on here? Yeah, know? that was over. No, but that was insane. Cause yeah, we had a buddy that was a bit having trouble that. And he had like a giant mountain equipment co-op bag on. And he looked so out of place. And yeah. But Simon, I thought I thought he was beside me. I know. And, Simon, and then after Kamara, I lost track. And then I look up and he's, uh, dude, I thought I was tripping out. Well, I was tripping out, but I thought I was like hallucinating. But no, he was really up there. And I guess in closing, these guys have known each other since what? 
How long have you guys known each other? Oh my God, forever. Well, listen, here's a really good uh, two second story. When I was in grade nine, yeah, um, we were walking down Bank Street uh, maybe 12 o'clock at night to go to 7-Eleven because that's where we all hung out all the time. And Kamar pulled up in his giant brown Lincoln or what the fuck was that car, Kamar? It was a... Um Chevrolet Caprice. It was so big. Um, only rear wheel drive, I imagine. Yep. Um, anyways, so Kamar pulls up. Back then, he was like, you know, everybody knew Kamar. He's a couple of years older than us, and he pulls up. He's like, you guys want to ride to 7-Eleven? Yeah. It's, I'm it's, just bringing it to the story we were talking about. It's you know? snowing like crazy out. So we're like, yeah, this is awesome, you know? So we get in. We're at, um, just for you, Matt, we're at Bank Kettleman's Bagels, okay, so yeah, right yeah. around there. So we only need to go up Five blocks. over the bridge yeah, yeah. and, then and down, down the hill up to the- Three blocks, yeah. It's like 10, 12 blocks or whatever, but it's only like- uh, No, it's uh, realistically, it's the bridge and it's four like blocks. It's like 50 feet to the bridge yeah you know what i'm saying 100 feet to the bridge so we get in before we've even reached the bridge kamar has spun his car four times he stops i got the fuck out of the car and i walked to 7-eleven and that has been forever the story of kamar and i black ice black ice <laughs> black eyes and when was that that was in grade nine so you've known Kamar since grade nine. Well, I've known him actually before that, but that that's was, when you became you like know, friends. Well, I don't know. If friends. I, I think I was that guy who was talking in voices to freak him out. At the so you're older than Simon? No, yeah. you weren't. Do you know Ryan Lee, though? Yes, I do. That's who that was. That's another story yeah. for another yeah. time. I'll tell you yeah. off air. Yeah. <laughs> A little Joe. I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kamar, those are the best mushrooms I've ever gotten. And that should explain everything to you because he, he is like a fucking botanical genius. PhD, yeah, you know, is a very so smart person. Even back then, he was doing crazy shit. Anyways, very interesting. And Matt and I have. Well, no, I met you in 2006 when I moved back from New York there through poker. There you go. Monday night poker. And you too. That's when I got like to really know you. My fondest. I didn't really know you that my well. My fondest memory of you, though, is it's probably not the best for you. Is like when you were uh, a shit bag drunk. But working at the bar, like just knowing you were there, you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like sometimes you're grumpy, sometimes you're happy. It's probably, it probably, it probably depended on how many drinks of the night and how late it was. But you know what I mean. Just I know this is your one of your least favorite times of your life. Yeah, let's hear. But it. as a humor, like your friend humor value, hanging out with you, my favorite. When I lit my bed on fire. I don't remember when that was. Oh, I'll tell that story. Well, my favorite portion was when you lived with Big Dumb Greg. Yeah, when I lit my bed on fire. Okay, yeah. but just that whole time because that house was such a fucking disaster zone. You had no power. So when I would go over, we'd hang out, we'd smoke joints. But if we wanted to like charge our phone or whatever, it was one hour. They have to give you power for one hour. So you'd like run around plugging your shit in. Dude. And, and as me watching this, a grown man who has a wife and kids who's just coming to try and hang out with his friend I'm like really between a a rock and a hard place meanwhile the kitchen is just so full of garbage like Greg Greg. I've never seen anything like this before but we would have poker games there like that's how we how desperate we were for wasn't there pots and pans everywhere with the leaks okay hold on so this is (laughs) no no just 
Yeah. When you, yes, there was. <laughs> but wait, I got to get to the <laughs> whole. No, this is good though. So I moved Richard in. Pryor story. I moved in with this guy named Big Dumb Greg, and this was like the peak of my alcoholism. That's not his name. That's what we called him. Yeah, for the, his <laughs> government name is not Big Dumb Greg. I called him White Bazaar. Um, and yeah, I'm we. So I guess it was like four, or five months, and we lost power. And the law states that um, you have to give, you have to turn the power on for one hour every three hours. And they're real dicks about it too. They turn it on on the 15 and off on the 45. So you can't even watch a full television show. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, sure they do that on purpose. Of course. Too. Like, let's say. So that's it. It's only a half hour. It's not an hour. So let's say you were watching like Law and Order. You would never see how the person was murdered. You would kind of see the investigation and then you'd see the beginning of the court, but you'd never really get the, you'd never know the outcome or the verdict. It was Why a real nightmare. Why even bother watching Law and Order at that point? Dude, I remember bringing a girl back there one night and I remember specifically being like, this is perfect. This is perfect. We're going to get there and the lights will all be on and it'll look like I have power. And then if I just time the make out right, everything, you know, like everything will just fucking turn off. And Do you mind if I turn off the lights, baby? <laughs> yeah, dude, yeah, the clapper. Yeah, exactly. Come on, yeah. Just time it on the 40, the whole house. And that was the craziest part was, dude, the craziest part about it was the whole fucking house shut down. Like you would just like everything turned to just, <laughs> you could just hear everything. It was insane. And I remember like, I remember bringing a girl back there one night and uh, she was like, you really have no power. I was like, yeah. And I was like, what time is it? She was like, it's uh, like 312. And I was like, well, the good news is everything will turn on in like fifty in like three minutes. And she was like, "Really?" I was like, "Yeah." And sure enough, three minutes later, just it's like when you turn on the carnival, like when the merry-go-round goes on and the music starts, like you terrible. But the point I wanted to get to was this: Simon comes over one day. There's two points to get to. We're about to go play the Monday night tournament at the casino, and him and Greg and I are sitting in the living room. Simon and I are smoking a joint, and I hear a noise. I'm like, "Did someone?" I was like, did someone go in the bathroom and leave a tap running or something? And so I get up and I go and I look and the fucking ceiling had like a <laughs> massive hole in it. And there's a ton of water coming down a ton. And it's not over the, it's not over a sink or the, the bathtub. And I know Greg's not going to deal with it. So Simon and I MacGyver the, the, uh, what is it? The shower curtain, a flood ramp precisely exactly. Lamar's right on it. So Simon, we're so high, so you can imagine how this was yeah, going down. But it worked. So we knew the landlord was kind of a slumlord. We're like, it'll take him forever to get here to fix this. So we'll just do this. Simon, and I can go. Greg can deal with it. Um, but it actually got really bad because the landlord got a guy in, and when he was fixing the ceiling, he put a shitload of um, drywall in the in the in like the the plug. <laughs> So it plugged up. This is insane, though. This, come on, this is nuts. So it plugged up the tub, which Greg continued to use. Greg would like, Greg would like shower a couple times a week. So it was like this black water that once it was eventually like gone. Like you're like finally, it's disgusting and it's gone. Greg would be like, time for shower and just like fire up a big. Shower. It was disgusting. It was terrible. And then one night we have an after party, and someone stole the toilet seat. So for like three weeks. Why? Well, this is the best part. Why? Because I'm so... In my drunken stupor, Greg had like... the When we were fixing, when you and I were MacGyvering the thing, we knocked the toilet seat off. Yeah, so it was like I had loose. To stand on yeah. it to get up to exactly. the fucking pipe. So it was loose. 
So in my drunken mind at this after party, we had like 50 people in our shithole apartment. I was like, someone's going to steal the toilet seat. So I hid it. <laughs> that was the first, you, dude, you forgot that you 100%. hit it? hundred oh percent. So for God. three weeks, dude, for three weeks, we have no toilet seat. Oh. And I shit you not, like an acid flashback. One night I'm sitting in the living room and I go, Greg. And I, I, I run up. Shh. Shut the fuck up. Dude, I pulled it out of a fucking... I was like, here's a toilet seat. <laughs> Dude, slapped it back on. Took a real shit for the first time in like three weeks. Matt, you are hilarious. That's the first unisex uh, toilet. Yeah, but then the real good story I, I mentioned, I have to tell it, is because the power was out, one night I came home shit face wasted, and I made out with this chick that I wanted to make out with forever. And Greg came home. And she was like, I'm out of here. And I was like, fuck. Like, it was right there. And I was so bummed. And then Greg leaves, like, right away. He takes his after party and he leaves because we have no power. So now I'm just left there. No power. Oh, Blue balls. Bitter. Straight up. Yeah, just so bummed. Bitter. And I have this plate of those Ikea tea lights. And I just take the plate and I go to bed. And we live in a shithole. I had just a mattress on the floor. At some point in the night, I got up to take a piss. And I come back from the piss and I'm so drunk. And I'm like, oh, sick. The power's on because my room has the light. I'm like sick. And I turn the corner and my entire, I guess I had, when I got out of bed, I flipped my comforter onto the plate. So my comforter caught fire. The bed caught fire. I just started yelling. Now, this is the good news because you were mentioning the pots and pans with the water because we still had the leak in the ceiling. There was all these pots and pans on the floor full of water. Yes. So I had this big bucket that of was it. water ready to go. Dude, and Greg's shit water in the fuck. It's like the movie Signs. <laughs> Divine exactly. The little girl leaving all Divine the glasses of water around yeah. to throw on the aliens. But I remember like that night throwing my, it was like four in the morning and putting my charred mattress out back and falling asleep on the hardwood with like a down uh, jacket on me and just being like, this is. From hero to zero. Well, Fra I wouldn't say that. Francis. But, yeah. Why did I buy you that television? Why did you buy me? What television? Remember I bought the television for the next apartment yes. you went to? Yes. So when I lived in Sandy Hill, not as cracking apartment, but only oh, me to blame. But it was such an upgrade. Like, it was ridiculous. It was like going from... Oh, of course. Vietnam, of you know, course. from uh, North Korea no to... No any of these places. China. <laughs> oh, dude. Listen, when I got to finish that, too. When Greg and I got evicted, finally... Um, I came home one night drunk and they had <laughs> drilled the door shut, <laughs> like, like taken like multiple screws and drilled the door shut. And then they were like, you have one night to get all your shit out. It was a total nightmare. Uh, that apartment though was, yeah, that was way better. I'm pretty sure I had sex in no. that apartment. In my what? Sandy Hill apartment? No. Oh, <laughs> the cracked out one. Oh yeah. For what? Sure. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, well, Matt lived there. I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Greg lived there longer than oh, you. Oh, yeah. Greg lived right? there for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe before, uh, at the same who time. Knows? Oh, Kamar. Yeah. It, it, sorry. Is there an origin story question? No. Oh, I thought you said there was an origin story. No, no. Uh, I was just talking. Nobody asked an origin story question? It was our favorite thought of each other. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then I said, why don't we just, like, oh, for, the, for I, any listeners, I like, I, I was see, like, how I long see. have you guys known each other? Where did we meet? Right, right. Gotcha. Um, triple bogey. Uh, 
we had uh, Bone Crusher who worked with us. Yeah, of course. Shout out to Crusher. Yeah, yeah he's listening Crusher, right now. Desmond. Liverpool fan. What up? You think he listens? <laughs> I know he doesn't No way listen. he listens. <laughs> but I can say with confidence. Dude, like, I, w- I wish he listens. <laughs> oh, no. He's that, following. He, that, fo- he follows. Dude, he does, custom, he does custom shoes I know, for uh, NFL them. players. Yeah, good for him. Check him out. Good for him. No, but what I was going to say was that my favorite time of you living somewhere <laughs> was there. Oh, in the apartment. Oh, in Parker's Parker's building. No, that was the worst. Um, no, when you lived with Crusher and uh, down by. Um... Oh my goodness! <laughs> no way. I, no, I'm just live... joking. Kamara's the best story. He won't tell it on here, but it is. I don't know if you've ever heard it, Maddie. There's a couple. It might be the best Kamar story of all time. Well, real quick in closing, can I tell Kamar the story about my dad? Do oh, it. please. Yeah. You're, you don't even want to make people pay for this? No, no. We'll just give it to them. This is your criminal, whatever. That yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah. The, we're, we're past the statute of limitations on this. So <laughs> um, I don't even know what year this was. This had to be pre-2006. Let's say like 2002, 2004, somewhere in there. <clears throat> so just to lay it out for the listeners, my old man was a cop. And he wasn't like a crooked cop or anything. Like he was a legit Ottawa police officer. And then he quit because he just didn't like being a cop. Didn't like the politics. He ended up being a general contractor. He started his own company, general contracting. And then eventually that went under because he had a big job where the guy claimed bankruptcy and he couldn't get paid. So bada boom, bada bing, he has no business. So one day I was working for my uncle laying bricks. And this guy that laid bricks for my uncle was this big time pothead, big time old school pothead. His name was Craig Richards. He's dead. Doesn't matter. This guy's dead. I can say his name. So Craig was like, I, uh, I can hook you up with some hydroponics if you ever want. I grow incredible indoor. I can set you up. You can grow clones and then you can have your own setup with outdoor hundreds of plants. He's saying, he's telling me this whole thing. Just a nice guy. Just, well, yeah, he was a biker. Hold on. No, no, no. But this is the thing. Him and my uncle were like best friends and he worked for my uncle. That's where I laid bricks was for my uncle. So he was telling me as like a family friend kind of thing. Like I'll hook you up. Trust me. It'll be the shit. So one day I'm having lunch with my dad and he's lecturing me about like my life. What am I going to do with myself? This, that, and the next. And I'm like, uh, what if I told you I could make a hundred grand this summer? My dad's like doing what? Growing dope. And I go, yeah, growing dope. And my dad dead serious goes, tell me how. (laughs) (laughs) So and before this, do you, do you, do you smoke weed with him? Or no, this is the thing he's, and he, up to to this point, he's anti pot as fuck. Mm hmm. Like hardcore. Hardcore. Had, he's an dude, ex-cop. He's, a, he's an ex-cop. ex-cop. He had thrown two of my friends out. We lived in the buttfuck nowhere Orleans. He threw two of my friends out at 1 a.m. with no way to get home because he caught a smoking joint. Didn't even care. Anyway, so he, he's like, tell me how. So we spend an hour at Harvey's. And keep in mind, I've never grown a single plant in my life. I'm explaining to him what Craig's told me. You're repeating. Over lunch, yeah. So I tell my dad this. And then I'm not kidding you. Two days later, I get a phone call from my dad and he says, are you coming out here and are we going to do this or what? And I go, do what? Like, I've forgotten about this conversation. <laughs> it's, it's out of my mind. And I go, what do you, he's like, the, he's like, just come over. So I go out there and he goes, I have a truckload of soil coming in. So I got to explain this. My dad lived at like Page and Navin in, or- in Orleans. And back then there was nothing out there. His house had a garage that was bigger than the house. The guy that owned it before owned a roofing company and he drove stock cars. 
So his garage was set up with two different hydro panels for his stock cars. So he could fix his stock cars and shit. And then his backyard was like 700 feet deep. And it went out onto the forest. So I explained to my dad, I was like, you have enough land out there that if we cleared some of it, you could grow a shitload of pot out there. Like just the stupidest idea ever. Why is it? It was, trust me. Because of, okay. Well, just hold on. So I tell him to do this. He tells me, he's like, I've got a truckload of soil coming out tomorrow. <laughs> so the, it's just synergy from here. Oh, I'm like, so I'm like, okay. I, I've, I'm like, this is insane. But now this is what you don't realize is because he had this, this general contracting company for years, he had just been dumping shit in his own backyard. So there's piles of like wood and roofing and whatever. And I'm like, what are we going to do about all this? Like, are you getting a, a 10 yard bin in for this? And he's like, he's like, no, we're going to start burning it right now. So, dude, we light a fucking, like, a 25-foot bonfire. I nearly killed myself lighting but, this thing, but too. But wait, just because I want you to just realize something here, okay? Because this is important. Sure, Matt. sure. Matt has had a five or whatever, an hour-long conversation with his dad about how one might go ahead and grow weed, okay? <laughs> three, and, hold on. Three days later... <laughs> He receives a phone call that says, are you coming out here to do this or what? Yeah. Okay. Matt then gets out there. His dad has already purchased everything. Do you know what I mean? Like he sat on this idea for three days, which means he didn't sit on it for three days. He sat on it for an hour and another couple of hours and then went into action. To make this happen. Sorry, Matt. Listen, go he ahead. doesn't. Clearly, my dad, unlike <laughs> he me, had not slept listen. at that point on the third day. Kamar. He hasn't slept. Kamar. Because he's been running around setting all this up based on nothing. This, this is the big bang. And, and just one more thing. If you were about to start a major <sighs> pot operation, don't you think lighting massive fires might be, I don't know. Well, hold on. A where, literal heat score. It's a the, literal oh, wait, heat score. It's the country. So we had bonfires out. often. So like the okay. neighbors, you know, like right, it wasn't, right. it wasn't like there was complaints a lot. How long did he live there for? 10 years, oh, eight yeah, years, something I, like that. Yeah, Whatever. Yeah, yeah. We knew the neighbors. Yeah, a, yeah. It wasn't like that. And there. he was a cop while he lived there, right? No, he wasn't a cop while he lived there. No, no, no. He was a cop while him and my mom were together. Two years, all of a sudden, what's all this shady business going on? But dude, I'm not lying. No, it was shady from the start. (laughs) For 10 hours a day, I burnt uh, like fucking construction garbage nonstop in the rain, in the Kamar, torrential downpour, which is why I nearly killed myself lighting the first fire because I had to use so much gasoline (laughs) and I was trying to light it with matches. So I had to get close. Dude, my dad, my dad said he was 600 feet away at the road and he heard me light the fire. He's like, he heard the woof. You're talking to an expert here. Yeah, yeah I know. Anyway, I know, I know. Point being this. So we burn garbage for like three days and then the fucking truck comes and dumps all this. And I did a great job, by the way. I cleared a <coughs> shit ton and we cordon off this area. And then Craig gives me this mother plant. He's like, use this mother. F- I'll show you how to make clones, make as many as you need, go nuts. So I make like 500 clones. So he knows Craig, your dad. I had introduced them. We went out to Canada to Craig's place and they had a fucking old man off. Anyway, so I, one night on mushrooms, do 250 clones and they, most of them take and we put them in the ground and then we continue working like some weird construction jobs over the summer while this fucking pot grows in the backyard. Now keep in mind, my dad has like two young, like like we have like my half brother and sister are like four and six at the time. And my stepmom's living there. Living at this place. 
Oh, yeah. And like I said, there's a backyard, a normal backyard with like a kid's j- like jamboree and a and a um, trampoline. And then behind this fence, there's this weed operation. Anyway, point is this. It comes time to harvest this shit. We've had so many problems with it. Deers. Dude, one night I went out back and this is when they're like eight feet high. I went out back and there must have been a thousand birds in this weed field. Like I, I grabbed. Oh, that's not a good sign. Oh, dude. Every animal in a hundred miles was hooked on our weed. It was insane. So come time to harvest. It's like October, probably late October, like frost has hit. My dad's like, we got to get these things out of the ground. What does he do? He pulls them all out of the ground and just leaves them in a pile in his dirty garage. You got to hang them. You got to cut them. You got to do fucking something. Well, but at least yes. you got to do a bunch of shit. But at least just to put them on the side. You're... Anyway, point is this. I think nothing of it because I'm like, that's unusable. There's nothing he can do now. Uh, we end up getting in a blowout argument and we don't speak for months. I mean, months. We don't say a word to each other. Middle of the spring. So it's like months later, he calls me up. He's like, you want to go to the titty bar? I haven't seen you in a while. Let's, let's reconcile. I go meet him at the titty bar. He goes, uh, you got any weed? And I go, no, I don't have any weed. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I do. And I go, okay. And he throws me, uh, to, uh, dude, I mean, filled to the brim <laughs> Ziploc of like the most it's powder like you wouldn't i was like and dude it's like like he throws it to me come on it's like a pillow and i was like well i go what is this and he goes it's weed and i go no it's not and he goes yeah that's the weed we we grew and i go i'm not smoking this and he goes i need you to smoke something tell me how it is and i go i don't need to smoke some of this i can tell you how this is this is garbage and i go what did you do like what happened to the buds and he goes What's a bud? And I go, yeah, I'm not smoking that. So I had to explain to him on the spot. I go, dad, what did you do? You just took all of it? He goes, I just took all of it and I ground it up. I go, you took everything. Stem. He goes, the whole thing. I just ground it all up. Big shit in But wait, Kamar, <laughs> Kamar, 100% he threw that bag at Matt like, you don't have weed. But now, baby yeah. boy, you're about to get high from the god. But it's yes. a pound you know? of shake. <laughs> no, it's not even shake, dude. You he even grinded up the stems dude, and the stalks. he grinded the stalk, and... everything. So Imagine like... somebody who doesn't understand how weed works having this harvest of weed that they've thrown in a giant pile that's grown moldy, that's probably had rat infestations Keep in mind, in too, I'm now going through my head going, this guy was a cop? <laughs> like, what do you mean you've never seen a bud? So I explain bud to him. <laughs> I go, when the weed grows, there's these things called buds, and I go, you got to clip off all the leaves uh, and the... Br- and So I'm explaining it to him, and then we go, we drive to my dealer, and I, he buys me a gram of weed, and I bring it to the truck, and I show him. <laughs> what a bud what looks a bud like. looks like <laughs> and i smoke and i get high and i'm like that's it and that was the first time i ever got high in front of my dad so we still weren't really on talking terms why do you smoke it and get high just because you want it to get high well, yeah we're going to the titty bar i'm smoking oh, yeah, it to okay, get high yeah. and i figured at this point we've grown weed i'm getting high in front of him so <laughs> this is the best so now we're still not really on great talking terms um and i'm living in montreal with my girlfriend he calls me up out of the blue and he goes, I need a favor. And I go, okay, what's the favor? And he goes, I have about 10 pounds of weed that I need to sell. And I go, I'm out. And he goes, no, no, no. It's not what you think. It's not like it was before. I have like 10 legit pounds of weed to sell. 
and I can't find anyone to sell it. This is the thing. When I when I pro, when I quoted him that hundred thousand dollars in the summer, I was like, for good weed, you can get twenty five hundred dollars a pound. So he forever had in his head that whatever weed he grew was worth twenty five hundred dollars a pound, which is insane. That's he's, he was never going to get that, especially in bulk. So I told him, I'm like, I can sell this. I can give you a number of a guy you can call. He'll buy it all at once, but you got to give him a better price than this 2500 <laughs> And he's like, well, I don't have any money right now. And I was like, fine, call this guy up. So he calls him up. He sells all of it. And then he calls me back. And I'm like, have you been growing again? He's like, yeah, I have. So I'm like, okay, well, next time I'm in Ottawa, I'm going to come talk to you. So I, next time I'm in Ottawa, he's like, I need some clippers. My girlfriend and I go stay at his place. This is insane too. He picks me up at the bus station. He's got three kids blindfolded in the back of his truck. What? I'm not kidding you. I'm like, what, what? the fuck? He, he makes he has hostages. No, no. <laughs> They're voluntarily blindfolded. He makes my girlfriend my girlfriend put on a balaclava backwards, and I'm like, are you kidding me? He's like, no. I'm like, oh, these are other clippers. Yeah, it's oh, murder I thought, I thought they were her, his kids. In no, the back. Oh like my he didn't God. want to show no, them what no, he was no, up no, no, to. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's murder mount. No, so he's driving all of them out to. And keep in mind, he's now he's growing in the garage indoor, which I come to find out, and he's clipping it there with, and he's bringing people to his house to the garage. Just Go ahead. One second, important part to this, Kamar, because I need you to realize this. All right. So now Matt has gone away from his dad, who has thrown him a bag of what are we gonna call it? Uh, you can't even call it shake. I don't it's, even know what you call it's it. It's fucking weed powder. Yeah. Okay. They've, he's now gone to do his thing in Montreal. This whole time, Matt's dad has been working. You get it? Like, More than working, dude. No, yeah, wait. creating like an empire. I got to tell you, though. Dude, <laughs> to get towards the butt. So I, to I, get the butt. I'm telling you, I get into the garage. He's got books and but Like, he's obviously done nothing over that year other than read. Oh, I get it. And oh. watch videos <laughs> and fucking like figure out how to do this. Dude. He shows me this setup. It's insane. Oh, he's gone amazing. from he's gone from not knowing what a bud was to a serious dope grower, like overnight. So my girlfriend and I sit there. We clip weed nonstop, like fourteen hours a day, um, for you know five days, whatever. And then that's that. So now, like, he's just growing weed, and he invested a ton, dude. He bought these things called coliseums. It's like a it's a circular thing. They're like wingspan long. So you could stand in the middle of a Coliseum and the plants grow diagonally and you just have one light that hangs down the middle. He had just spent 15 Dude, grand. Those things are amazing. He had just, or spent, they were. he had just spent like 15 grand on setting up these Coliseums. And this is where the story gets good. I'm drunk at Babylon one night. It's a Thursday. It's ragamuffin. I'm hammered. And I was supposed to go meet my dad that day to clip weed. I'd called him all day. And he was always on me about never being reliable, never calling. I'm like, this motherfucker, the one day I'm reliable, I call on time. He's not answering. I call all day. I get a call on my cell phone at like 1.45. It's, it's like an unknown number. I answer it. It's my dad. He's like, I need you to come to the police station. I need you to pick me up, get a friend with a car, pick me up at the police station right now. I'm like, it's 1.30 in the morning. Like, where am I going to find a sober friend with a car? Which is amazing because I did. This buddy of mine, uh, who will re definitely remain nameless because he's like, he's someone now. He picks us up and my dad's like, give him the directions to my place out in Orleans. And I'm like, you have to talk to me. So I'm telling this guy where to go. I'm like, what happened? He's like, the cops today came. They raided the house. They took the kids. They arrested Deb. Uh, they trashed the house and they destroyed everything. Like everything's gone. And I was like, Jesus fucking Christ. So I was like, so what are we doing? And he's like, well, 
they didn't search search the house because they thought it was booby trapped because this is the best part my dad was like the king of starting a home renovation and not finishing it so he had this big unfinished weirdo house that they thought was booby trapped like they for all intents and purposes they were like this guy booby trapped his whole house it is making a murderer so they couldn't do a full sweep of the house their plan was to get the tack guys in the next day to do a full sweep so my dad says to me he's like i've i've got 60 grand cash in the basement that they did not find i know for a fact they didn't find it and it's all i have we have to go back and get it so i'm like holy fuck so he's got two crowbars and i'm i'm thinking to myself i'm i'm i know in my head i'm like the cops are there like there's they're not just leaving this place like we'll come back tomorrow yeah you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. so i'm like i but in my head i'm I like i wonder what your dad thought though well, we already know how his wheels turn much like, differently than mine. So what I'm thinking is we're going to get there. He's going to see the cops and he's going to have the proper epiphany. He's going to he's going to say this is crazy. I also need to point out, and this is a very, very important part of the story. There had been a two week long cab strike in Ottawa at the time. This will come up later. My dad we, we drive by the house and it's lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. There's a cop facing the road with his floodlights on. There's a cop backed up to that cop with his floodlights facing the back, facing like the, the garage in the backyard. So I'm, I casually laugh and go, oh, well, dad, you know, <laughs> we tried. Jigs up. Yeah. And he goes, fuck that. So he makes us do a U-turn. We drive back around. And then, like I said, there was a forest that backed onto our house. We do a big loop. And we drive up where now there's like a new housing development, but then it was all forced. We get out on the highway and we, dude, I'm dressed for Babylon. It's the dead middle of winter Matt in Ottawa. Matt has no socks on. I probably don't, to be completely honest. I'm wearing jeans and like a decent jacket, but that's about it. <clears throat> we trudge through fucking waist high snow for like 15 minutes to get to the back end of his house. This is the best. I can see it because, like I said, it's lit up like a fucking Christmas tree. You could see it from a mile away. It looks like a UFO is landing there. I'm looking right at it. My dad is looking about 45 degrees in the wrong direction. He goes, okay, I can see the house. And I'm looking at him, and I'm looking at the house, and I'm looking at him, and I go, yeah? And he goes, yeah, it's just a little bit further. And I go, it's right here, you fucking idiot. And I kid you not, he looks at me, and he goes, thank God you're here. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, what kind of ragtag operation? So now I'm thinking, I'm like, what is even going to go on here? So we creep. The neighbor had a legit cornfield. Like she grew corn in her backyard. There was no corn now because it's the fucking dead of winter. But we run through her cornfield and up to the back end of her house. Obviously, she has one of those fucking auto lights that turns on. Now, my buddy, he's got to work in the morning. He's he knows what we're doing. But he doesn't seem like he's obviously he's like worried. He went with you. No, no, to he's the house. We're, we told him we're like we're like go drive around for like a half hour and come back and pick us mm-hmm. up here. But like it's already been a half hour. I have his phone in my pocket because none of us had cell phones. He's the only one with a cell phone. We're at the corner of the neighbor's house. Uh, my dad goes peek around the corner see if you can see a cop. I peek around, dude. The cop's face is 50 feet from me. So I'm like, holy fuck. So I jump back and I'm like, That's, there's no way you're going that way. You go that way and the cop sees you. He's like, okay. At that moment, my buddy's phone lights up. It's just like fucking... It's going... I'm like, oh fuck, I'm fumbling for it. I look again, the cop... They're none the wiser. They're probably listening to a fucking whatever in their car. My dad looks at me, he goes, okay. What you're going to do is jump over the fence, jimmy the window open, 
And in your old bedroom under the bed is a Home Depot bucket. Just bring it back. I love you. Yeah, and I go, what? And he goes, well, yeah, what do you think you're here for? And I go, I don't, I go, I don't, I don't know. I have no, I thought I got the driver, maybe moral support. I could see the house, but I was like, there's no fucking way. And keep in mind, all the weed that he sold, he sold through me to a guy. Like that guy that, that guy I connected him with, he told me later on, he's like, I've probably put 150 grand in your dad's pocket in a year. Like I've been shelling out cash to him and I never saw a dollar. And now he expects me to go over the fence, through the window, into the looking glass. I, I'm like, dude, you're crazy. So he go, he's like, now we're having an argument. We're in this, we're, in, we're at like this, the neighbor's I can a thousand percent see him saying that to you, though. Of course. This is what you got to do. Yeah. Oh, so steadfast, too. Super easy. All you got to do is this. (laughs) Bring me the bucket, dummy. I'm like, what in the fuck is going on? So, like I said, we have it out. Finally, he realizes that I'm clearly not going because I have no vested interest. Like, (laughs) Where's the incentive? (laughs) It's rule number one of business. I'm like, I don't understand this. So I'm now sitting there. And he's like, I'm going. So he hops over this like waist high chain link fence through a shrub. I can hear all this too. It's not, he's not being quiet. I hear like what sounds like someone gently jimmying a window open. And then I hear what clearly sounds like someone cracking said window. And I'm like, so now I'm shitting bricks. I'm like, now, at least before I had someone with me. So when I got arrested, wasn't as bad. Now I'm like, I'm going to be running through this cornfield alone and I don't know what the fuck. And I have no money. Let's keep that in mind. Like I'm banking on this. So I wait five minutes and still nothing, but I haven't heard any cop rustling either. Then the Home Depot bucket just comes flying over the shrubs and lands in the snow right in front of me. And I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And then I see my dad, dude, flies, flies head first, like, like a cheetah over the fence into the snow grabs the bucket throws it at me and goes run <laughs> and dude so i pick up the bucket and i'm just fucking i'm just running as fast as like i'm like holy fuck holy fuck i'm running i look back because and this is the thing i'm a nervous laugher i'm laughing my ass off because this is yeah. hilarious coping <laughs> oh that too yeah i'm like i'm going to jail i'm going to jail so i'm running my ass off i look back now you know when you're running in deep snow and you get like four or five solid like you're good you're good and then you catch that one loose pocket and your entire leg disappears i happened to look back the minute my dad had his entire leg disappear in the snow and he dude he ate shit so hard his whole his whole face is covered in snow he comes up and he's and he's like run 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 like he's so pissed so dude we get like like i run for 10 blocks and we're in butt fuck nowhere in orleans like we're in one of those new minto fold house project kind of things and it's like now it's 4 a.m my buddy i have his phone he's gone we we know this like he's not coming back this guy so he's stranded us my dad's like call a cab i call this bucket of course, dude. The bucket has three pounds of weed and sixty grand cash. In. This is crazy, and it's a ca- hold on, and it's a cab strike in Ottawa. So I call Blue Line. The guy goes, "Could be two to three hours." I don't really even know if I can send one out there. I'm like, "Well, so I'm like, this is insane. We have sixty grand cash. I can't get." In retrospect, calling a limo service or a driver might have been the call, but we probably would have gotten rolled because 
who the fuck are these guys? Anyway, they have two crowbars and a fucking Home Depot. <laughs> you gotta call no question. Yeah. So, dude, this is nuts. We walk down to the next busiest street, and I look, and it's like an hour until the next bus comes. So, dude, we just mill around. I'm freezing. I'm I'm genuinely at the point where I'm like, three of my toes are gonna have to be amputated. I'm convinced. But I'm like, I can't call an ambulance because of this Home Depot bucket scenario that I've got why, dealing and with. And why does he have it stashed in a bucket? Because it's airtight. So these Home Depot buckets, it's those those gotcha. ones that you can seal airtight. Gotcha. They're really they're tough to get open. Um, so we wait for this bus, and we dude like we pay the bus. We put a twenty in because that's all we have. And the bus driver's kind of looking at both of us. We get on, and there's just like people going to work. We both look tired, dude. I'm not wearing socks. I took my shoes off at one point just to like like rub my feet to try to get some feeling back to be like I'm. And my dad's looking at me so pissed, like, "What's wrong with you for being soft?" Yeah, well, I'm like well, for drawing attention. Well, for drawing attention, them. yeah. Then this is the best part. He at one point removes this like uh, pencil case full of cash from the bucket and puts it in his jacket. We get out at South Keys Station because I have to check him into a hotel. He's like, I need you to check me into a hotel. And I had to go to school. I was going to adult high school at the fucking time. So I have to go to school in like two hours. We go to get off at South Keys Station. He takes one step down the stair of the bus and like five grand cash just flip, flips out of his jacket and lands on the ground. And dude, he doesn't... He, he doesn't even pick it up. He just looks at it, looks at me, looks at it, looks at me, looks at it. And I'm like, and I go, pick it up. And, he like, and then he grabs it. I'm like, what in the fuck? So I walk him over to the fucking, I walk him over to the, like the, what's it called? The, it's that bank and hunt club. There's like a shitty, whatever yeah, hotel whatever. there. Doesn't, who cares what the name is? It's called like the trade winds or something. Yeah, I think you got it. Something yeah. like that. I, so we go in there and I have, he doesn't have ID because the cop, it's been confiscated by the police earlier that night when he was arrested. Because Matt picked him up in jail, don't forget. So I have to check him in with my ID and we get him up to the hotel room. I haven't slept. I'm hungover. For all intents and purposes, I'm still a bit drunk. And dude, he pulls a $20 bill out of the satchel and goes, I think you should take a cab to school. And I was I, like, I'm so drunk and tired that I didn't have time to be angry because I'm still worried about my toes, to be honest. I'm like, if I don't get my feet in like a hot bath soon, I might have to amputate a toe. I took my 20 and I went to fucking, my parents lived like 10 blocks away. So I walked home, had a, the warmest shower ever, and then went to school. You got away with it. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. It's insane. That's the most amazing. The one thing I was thinking when he said, he couldn't see the house. He was recording Matt. No. <laughs> Setting you up to no. the mastermind. Never, no, But no. the best part about this whole thing and knowing Matt's dad and just knowing everything about this is that right from the start, Matt cleaned up that backyard. He, Because I'm sure in your head you thought you were like partners. You know what I mean? You were doing this together. And right from the start... Matt's dad had no intention of doing that, and then I not don't. No, no, no. I don't. I don't agree with that. No. Okay. No. Three I days think, in when he goes, "Are we doing this or what?" He thought his head. One day I'm going to be like, "So this is what you got to do." I think that first <laughs> pillowcase of weed in his head that was both of ours because we both the labor was the same. Okay. I think for him, he looks at it like planting a seed in his head isn't worth anything, which fine. Like the idea of him growing pot, that's not worth anything. What killed me was, like I said. None of it really bothered me until I found out from my buddy that was buying all of it off him. For him to be like, I've put 150 grand in his pocket. 
And for me to be like, the guy hasn't like, I have to barter with him for weed. You know what I mean? Like he never tossed me a pound. Yeah. Well, that was my point. And then the best part is that he looks at Matt at the house and says, okay, so here's what you got to do. All I know is I just love it. All I know is this. If I go over that fence, there's 30 grand coming back over. That's all I fucking know. I'm losing some of it. Oh, you say, Dad, there was only weed in that bucket. I don't know what the fuck's going on. And so this is in the middle of investigation. Yeah, I don't well, know. No, it's, it's at the beginning of there. The, that's the thing. There's just on the house. Ottawa obviously has the dumbest police did force. He, of not all dumbest. Time. That's the thing. Did because, he get arrested for that? Well, this, oh, this he is got arrested hold on. Charged I forgot. Um, so well, yeah. here's where the story gets a bit crazier. Not crazier. That's the craziest part. But his lawyer was supposed to appear for him in court. Because you can, ha- you, for the early trial, your lawyer can show up. You don't have to be there for some of that stuff. Your lawyer can just show up on your behalf. His lawyer missed a court date, which means it's automatic arrest warrant. <laughs> and you are in jail until your actual court date. But my dad was a cop. So he was like, fuck that. I'm not spending three, four, whatever amount of months in jail. He just went on the lam <coughs> and just disappeared. And what's crazy is the only reason he got caught is because one night he was driving. We used to go to the titty bar every Sunday. That was like our thing. One Sunday, he was driving back from the strip club to where he lived in the country, like way the fuck out. And he thought the cops were following him. So he pulled over to the shoulder of the road and jumped out of his car into the ditch (laughs) and shattered his leg in like five spots. Was his car not registered to him? Like I don't know. No, it get wasn't. That. It, oh, wasn't. it wasn't. Okay. <laughs> so so because of that, he had to go to the hospital, obviously, and then the cops showed up. They were like, Are you Mike Floyd? So then he had to do some jail time. But this is the best. He ended up going no lawyer and he got himself off on everything. <laughs> yes, exactly, Kamar. Exactly. But is he still with the children? Like no, well, that woman and him are definitely not together anymore. No, I'm safe to say. I think an arrest usually ends a fucking relationship pretty quick. That was a breaking point, Yeah, right? Yeah, usually that's the straw. Does he talk to the uh, children? Um, my brother and sister still talk to him, yeah, for sure. You talk to him okay? Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I mean, you know, you've, you've met him, right? Once or twice, but I didn't know he was... When I met him, he was doing that, I suppose. No, that was no, post. no, that was post. That was, all wait, that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was after that. When you go to Barbarellas, everything under the bridge, all water, clean. That's amazing. Yeah. That should be a movie or something. It's a hilarious story. It's like Fargo. Well, no, yeah. I said I was going to write. I was going to write. See, this is the thing. I was going to write a one man because you were talking about one man shows versus comedy. That's it. I was saying I could do it. Perfect. And the name of it would be Breaking Dad. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, so. But the the that's just the starting point to like three more hilarious stories. So he really could do that. Of, absolutely. Because the Christmas story is hilarious. Oh, the FUBU overalls? Yeah, well, that and... <laughs> it's all your dad's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought he gave you DVDs as a present. Um, and that stole leads it into DVDs? that whole other. I can't tell. I, I can't. I absolutely. I wasn't under, going. I wasn't going to. But I'm just, oh, until you, he dies, you never I tell could never story. tell that okay. story. Because if you could, that's nope. the absolute nope. denouement to nope. that whole fucking. I'll tell you off air. Breaking that's bad. good enough. I'll tell you off air, but I absolutely couldn't. Sorry, I don't mean. No, to, no, no. Uh, you're not. You're not blowing up my set. But no, just as a closer, Kamar. One Christmas, my dad and I were working on this giant. He was tearing down a giant tiger that was liquidating. And I was helping him because, like, if ever he needed help, he called me as his fucking lackey. 
So me and my buddy, he calls us one day to help him be his lackeys. Legal or illegal. And we're at this giant tiger. And me and my buddy are looking at this oversized pair of FUBU overalls. And we're lamenting at how fucking terrible they okay. are. But from a distance, my dad sees us like, look at this pair of fucking FUBU overalls. <laughs> fucking sick. So dude, comes Christmas time. I go over there and listen, I never at my dad's expected shit. Like ever, 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 ever. I used to watch the younger kids get like, you know, a couple hundred bucks worth of shit, which was fine. I didn't care. It wasn't like I was angry, but I never expected anything. And this year there was like three or four gifts under the tree with my shit on them. I'm like, wow, what the fuck did I do this year? The first one I open is a fluorescent green. And I mean, like that color green, uh, orange, uh, FUBU hat. And I was like, oh, (laughs) cool. And then the next thing I open is a matching FUBU jersey. And I was like, Okay, this is starting to feel like a joke now. And then I open up the FUBU overalls, the oversized FUBU overalls. And I look at my dad and he's like this, like, yeah. And I was like, and now I'm like, what the fuck? And he goes, I thought you liked them. And I was like, are you kidding? We were, we were laughing at these. And he's like, oh, shit. He's like, I actually spent money on those. I was like, oh, my God, you're an asshole. He oh sort of looks like God. Tim Allen, your dad. Uh, anyway doesn't look like Tim Allen. Sorry if I ruined the end of this with uh, that story, but I just felt no, like... Uh, no, no, that's amazing. That's the best. And uh, th- th- I think that's a great idea. It could be a sitcom even. No, but he was... <laughs> he, he legitimately thought that he was doing something really good for Matt with the FUBU. That's the funniest part about that story to me because it would be one thing if he was just like, you know, whatever, I'll just grab him this hat. But to like buy the whole ensemble with the overalls as the fucking centerpiece. Dude, a couple weeks ago, I told you guys the story about coming down Christmas Day and seeing that G.I. Joe castle and my dad taking a shit and his face being like, don't you? It was Dude, the same. He thing. had the same. I opened up those overalls, and he had that same GI Joe face. Like I nailed this one. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, I'd rather you were taking a shit this time, and it was a GI Joe castle. Because yeah. fuck these food. No, overalls. listen, I know that feeling because I got my son this one year. I got him this Lego set that you could not get anywhere. It was this Star Wars. It was ridiculous. Like it took us a week to build. It was so crazy. But when I gave it to him, it was he like... He didn't give a fuck. No, no. He was super excited. It was pretty fucking Oh, cool. was, oh you're yeah. saying it was the opposite. No, no. I'm just saying I know what it's like as your dad to think, you know, yeah, you've to be done like, I got really it. Yeah. good. Oh, no. I don't. I mean, I'm sure I've got him some shitty presents, too, where he's been like... Actually, you know what? No. You can't knock him off. I'm way park. more connected that way to my kid than my parents were to me. You know what I mean? Mind you, one year, I can remember this so clearly. My parents got me for Hanukkah, what, Christmas, yeah. whatever got me a tennis racket that I had really wanted because I played tennis as a kid and a pair of Nike Air Pegasuses. Pegasus? Whatever. Pegasi. (laughs) Whatever. I don't know. But that was like right when they had first come out with airs. So when, you know what I mean? Like the air bubble was such a big deal. It was like right at the beginning. And um, I fucking slept with them. Slept with the shoes and the tennis racket. Man, that's a good closing story to mind. <laughs> that, that, that sounds like Big Mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you look at the fucks the pillow and the couch. <laughs> the Bilzerians. Anyways. Guys, what, what a I, year. I had a surprise. I had a surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, sorry. Surprise. What's your surprise? I apologize. Um, so I was about to cry uh, on uh, air. One of our one year anniversary, our Twitter got taken down. <laughs> 
No, that's uh, not a surprise. Yeah, no, I saw. We both know that, Kamara. We're privy to when the Twitter gets taken because down. Because some guy blew up our spot and kept tagging Joe. So you saw the polls I did? No, no. We just know. No, I just saw the down. warnings from Twitter being like, this is a warning of our violation. You violated again. You have now been taken down. We have a new one. It's J-R- at J-R-E-E podcast. Oh, bang it out, buddy. Oh, there you go. Way to go, way to go Kamar. Wow, but one year. It only took you a year. But right before we got taken down, we really had some good engagement, and I did some polls for uh, people who follow us on Twitter. We had like 156 followers. and um, That ain't shit. There's uh, more scooter kids it, following been, us on Instagram. It had been in a couple weeks. It had been a couple weeks. So I have these polls here. Do you? You didn't have them queued up or anything, did you? I did, but it kept turning off because. Oh, your I'm story sorry, was my long-winded amazing. story. I'm no, sorry. It wasn't. No, your story is so good, Matt. Like I, I could hear that story a million times. It's I the think best. It's so funny. Was the Christmas before the the that? It was all like during. Did the Christmas before that? He's like, this you know is, what you gotta do. Remember the Fubu, dude. This is the craziest <laughs> part. This is the craziest part. He got robbed right before Christmas one year. Like someone came into the garage and stole all the plants. In industry job well again yeah i was like could it be one of the people you blindfolded and drove out to your house anyway he then is like just so you know i'm taking the family to disney i'll call you when i get back and i was like oh cool i didn't go to disney obviously like could you water the plants matt while <laughs> yeah, we're exactly, gone yeah like, your dad's the fucking best and There's, when i say yeah. that i mean the worst yeah it's like Leahy. <laughs> like Leahy. Park. Well, no, just these he characters are like. But you're, yeah, your dad is a total character. He, no, for no sure. From one of those it. shows that someone you hate, but you love them. Oh, he's the best. I so, anyways, okay. I uh, got no hate. Love you, So, dad. before we got shut down, I uh, put out who is the most likely to be abducted by aliens? Simon, 22%. Kamar, 38%. Matt, 45%. Of course. The non-believer is always the one who's likely yeah, that. Yeah, no, it's true. I'm never getting abducted. <laughs> who, comes off, who comes off as the most unhinged? Matt, 15%. Kamar, 14%. Simon, 77%. Wow. <laughs> Dude, how you... If these people knew but, us in real life... Yeah, this is... Cr- that is the most cr- skewed Twitter cr- poll ever. crazy. Wait for this one. This, okay. This is one that blew my mind. Um, How many voters were there? And it's such a loaded seven question. Seven and four. <laughs> Between seven and four people. This is stupid. I don't know them, though. Who is the longest survivor in the apocalypse? Kamar, 25%. Matt, 25%. Simon, 50%. Oh, well, Simon's 100, ready. 100%. Yeah. That's true. Who would you leave your children with in the apocalypse? Kamar, 0%. Agreed. Matt, 20%. Simon, 80%. Thank you. I'll, the take, people, all, I'll listen, take all your Listen, kids. the fact that I got 20 is very nice, you people. Simon is a parent, and Simon is apparently ready for the apocalypse, so. <laughs> Wait for it. Wait nice, for man. it. Yeah, you like that? Who do you think the best bowler is? Kamar, 25%. Matt, 0%. Simon, 75%. Well, that's weird. These are just red. I, see how he's swung? Well, I just <laughs> wanna, these numbers are bullshit. For the record... I would say Simon is the best bowler by a little bit. And then it's me. Yeah, you don't even come into the... My wife is better than you. <laughs> it's just Shout out we, to my wife. For the record, nothing. too, I can bowl very well. Everyone's better than me. I, I This is just a random poll. Both Mary and Halima should get shout outs because they put up with... Well, you Mary more than Halima, but... I disappear like I'm playing golf again. You know what I mean? So <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's something... 
Okay, we're almost done here. Who is the most likely to see Bigfoot? Kamar, 20%. Matt, 20%. Simon, 66%. See, these polls, listen, I appreciate that you did this, Kamar, until 100 people vote. I don't give a fuck. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. how many people are voting here? You said seven on one of Six, them. Five. Six, five. It sounds better when you say the percentage. And, and Kamar's voting. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I voted. Who would you like to be stranded with on a deserted island? On the vote for who would you leave your kids with? Kamar didn't even vote for himself. <laughs> he voted for me. Yeah. Yes. Kamar, 40%. Simon, 0%. Matt, 60%. Well, what, what well, was, that, what was that one? Who would you like to be stranded on a deserted island? Oh, thank you. How many people voted on that? Six. Uh, five. And you were one of them. <laughs> yes. And you voted for him and not me. That's fucking rude. Because no, he knows you're no. trying to take him out as soon no, as we yeah, get that's there. Right. No. He's already a step ahead of you. I voted for me because I knew you guys Well, didn't we already me. say that we were going to use Kamara as a raft of some sort? I thought I that remember. was in like episode two. You'd have to kill me to do that. Yeah. <clears throat> but those are fun. We'll get up to 100 participants now that people know they exist because it was an interesting Twitter crowd. I put out tweets and said, do you know this is not the Joe Rogan experience? And that's how I got them. All right. Well, I don't know what to say, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. One year, 100 episodes plus the throwbacks. But who's counting? Happy candy, hangover Halloween. I can't believe we did it. A year. I got to tell you, I think this year sky's the limit. I never, I never, ever, ever, ever thought we'd get to a million in a year ever never and the fact that we got to almost 1.2 in a year is fucked beyond belief well just to end yeah each person what did you legitimately think was gonna happen when we started doing this one year ago where, I honestly, what do you, where, where would we be right now? I would have been happy with a hundred thousand downloads after a year, 10,000 a month, give or take that would have, I would have been like, wow, this is incredible. Uh, genuinely think of, hold on. I don't want to pull up the numbers, but dude, those first, like the first month we had like 1200 downloads. The second month we had like 3,200 downloads the whole month, the whole month. You know what I mean? We get 40, like last Last week we had forty four thousand, so it's great. Like, you know, obviously those first, like I just genuinely never thought. I don't know. Listen, once we started actually getting emails from people saying I listen, not last week, but like in the first couple months, when people were like, "Hey, I found you guys listening or looking for Joe Rogan," I couldn't fucking believe it. We I was like, "No way!" You. And then starting the Patreon and have people actually be like, "I will support you by giving you." A dollar, five dollars, some ten, some twenty. That's insane. That's insane. I never ever like thank you guys. It's crazy. I never ever would have thought this. Yeah. And I think in closing, what do you guys think for this year? What do you think we'll close out this time next year, sitting here? What do you think we'll be? I think we'll be here with our lawyers. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, if you think if you think we'll be sitting here next year doing this, project some numbers at me. Throw some shit at me here. I'm going to say this. My goal finishing the second year would be 10 million. That would be my impossible download number. 10 million downloads. But there has to be a um, an edge where it's like, uh, that's what you want to get. But if you get this, you keep going. If you get this, you stop. Well, listen, if we... Do you know... Do you, yeah, do you, I get what you're you saying. You just have one... No, well, we'd obviously have to have at least 2 million downloads this year for me to feel like we were still <laughs> growing. We have to. I don't think if we won't grow. No, of course. If we get too many this year, we will not be no. growing. But, but that's what I'm saying is if at the end of... Still unbelievable. 
if by if by November first, twenty twenty, we have ten million downloads, I will be just as shocked then as I am now. Yeah, it would be a lot more. And just so everyone knows, just so everyone knows. Thanks for that update, just, Kamar. Just so Weatherman. You, just so you guys know, camera equipment is not cheap. Working out the whole infrastructure of it is that, not cheap. That's the problem. Um, we're literally like, we haven't seen a physical dollar off this yet. So um, we are going to do that. We will get at least a camera somewhat soon and we'll try to do either like, I don't know if it'll be live. Maybe we'll just upload the whole episode to YouTube, but we do hear you guys. We want that. Uh, the camera died after like 10 minutes into this one. So you'll get a little bit of that, but I felt like I'm being filmed this whole time. Well, you weren't. I feel it. Though. <laughs> Simon, do you have anything you want to say to the, the people before well, we go just here? Thanks so much. I, I, I mean, Kamar's polls, I just find her. These loaded questions skewed to six of but his dude, friends. But it's Twitter. Who gives a yeah, no, shit? Why just, do you even? But I'm they all—they chose all of us. Uh, these randomosity. I thought I I'm thought just, it was super interesting. I'm just joking, Kamar. There very, will be more. Very Listen, there will be more. Whether you're listening in New Zealand, Australia, Germany, the UK, the US, I can't believe that people from all over listen. Yeah, thank like, you so much. Like, it's to ins- It's insane. We're literally just it's crazy. Three. What did you call us? Three old losers. Old Three losers. old losers. Wow. Canadian, just sitting in I my. I couldn't say that better myself. Sitting in my finished basement, just shooting the shit, smoking some weed. So I am the oldest loser. The, yes, you are. I'm, a, I'm at least still in my thirties, motherfucker. Could see how I'm dressed right now. So, guys, here's to one year. Fire up a fucking big joint. Fire up a blunt. Light that bong. Hit the vape. Do whatever you do. We love you. Thank you so much for listening. We hope we're still around this time next year. Simon. Keep your eyes open.